episode 26. Where'd you get the beauty scar, tough guy? Good evening, Don't Run To Me fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic was going to be EC, but uh, he's uh, he's in person, non grata, or incommunicado tonight. But we have a returning champion, a returning guest, um, my man, Mr. Matt Huey. What's going on, everybody? Hey, Matt, do you, uh, one, of the, one question the pod wants to know. Do you have your Franzia wine chilled in that little glass, that little... Uh, Santa Claus uh, cup that you had last time? Uh, no, actually, I, I'm literally drinking an entire unorthodox glass of it right now. Unorthodox. Uh, and, and a stimulus wine glass to be. And a what? This box of, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, a no, stimulus? No joke. What the fuck is a stimulus? When, it, when I hear stimulus, my. my you, stem. Um, stimulus. Oh, stimulus. I thought I heard stimulus. I hear I'm getting my paycheck here, you know, the, my 20, uh, 1200 bucks here here in a couple of weeks. Then when you say stimulus. Man, you know, man. ain't nobody getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I'm back at it, guys. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tradition. That's good. I mean, it, it's good to have you back. I know you were a. Uh, you're busy doing, you know, doing your things with work, and, and again, we're, it's appreciated uh, everywhere. Um, I'm not gonna give too much what Mr. Matt Huey does, but um, you know, he uh, he uh, he does a good job. He's a, he, he does a good job at what he does. Put it that way. So, Matt, I, I know, it, I know, since you have been deployed, or wherever you've been, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Deployed. Deployed. Okay. Um, have you got a chance to catch United football uh, since its return? I know the last time we had you in the pod, the pod was um, you did UNEC put Paul Pogba on trial. And yeah, yeah, that was hideous, man. <laughs> and we'll we'll see. Similarly, I think we'll kind of put a bow on all that, you know, Paul Pogba stuff uh, uh, tonight. But we had the COVID break. Um, obviously during the COVID break, there was this rumors left and right coming down, you know, the anticipation of, of what's going to happen. Uh, the Bundesliga started, so it kind of, you know, gave us that little sports boost and then our season started and then it started. We started, everybody said we started hot, uh, we're scoring points left and right, this and that, you know, game, game. Um, and then it seems like we hit a, some road bumps. We didn't lose. We have not lost. Uh, and that's the, a credit to the team. Uh, we have not lost the match. But we drew We drew some important games. I know I know. The, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is Champions League, and which I've been banging the, uh, banging the drum. I was like, I'd rather get Champions League than win any trophies, whether it be FA Cup, Europa Cup, or whatnot. Champions League was uh, in the top four was my my um, my goal um, for the team. Yep. Um, but in that time frame, it seemed like we made it a lot harder for that to happen. We drew important games. Um, luckily, we won when we needed to win. What was your opinion 
about the restart. And then we'll, then we'll do a season review. The start, the middle, uh, Bruno, when he came on. Uh, and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of bring it, kind of wrap everything up and how we see this, this, this team, this is actually, if we do not bring anybody in, because God knows we don't, we don't know what Woodward's going to do, the board's going to do, um, rumors are here, you know, this, this, and that, um, we'll get into that later, uh, but I wanted to get your opinion on the restart, because that's where we left off, that's the last time we talked, uh, you were on, um, COVID had just started, and we stopped matches, and now we have a restart. Where do you think? How, what was your opinion on play since we started? Since we came back? Yeah, I mean, right off the gate, um, you know, at the end of June, uh, I think it was five games in a row that we won, and they were they were uh, they they were good games, man. I mean, we were we finally showed finally showed the world and the Man United that what used to be and what we what we want again, you know. And then uh, in classic uh, United fashion, you know, they, they they took that draw with Southampton 2-2. And then um, and then we lost to Chelsea, you know, 3-1. I'm sorry, that was FA Cup. Disregard, disregard that. Um, but, yeah, and then we drew against West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, you know, it was just uh, started off strong and started to have a little backfire, a little, little puttering action. And um, you know, in classic Manchester United form, like I, I worry more probably about the bottom five of the table whenever we play against them than I do the top five. Believe it or not, because United, as far as I'm concerned, is notorious for just choking, just taking it too easy. You know, like oh man, we got Norwich, man, we almost lost against Norwich. It was a uh, two-one. So, you know, coming coming back from that uh, the COVID break. We did what needed to be done, you know. Little hiccups there, but we're still learning our chemistry, you know. Uh, with with uh, with Bruno coming on, you know. Um, typically, you just don't see anybody coming on and uh, being purchased in January and and uh, and being a heavy hitter and contributing uh, as much as Bru- Bruno did, you know. Um, you know, they just they just exhausted that boy. Um, but you know, we, we needed some, some attacking plays and, and, uh, that's, that's what he did for us. And I mean, it, it was, it was good before then as well, you know, right before, like, um, at the end of, uh, January is whenever we started having our, our win draw, win draw, all that stuff. And, uh, the only loss we had was the FA Cup against Chelsea, but we finished off the game or the uh, the league strong in third, which I'm just absolutely elated about, man. It's been it's been a while, you know. I mean, yes. To, I mean, I know the ultimate goal was Champions League, and we got that. Yep. But I guess the anticipation of coming off um, because before the before the break, Rashford was out. Yep. Back injury. We didn't expect him to, you know, come back. You know, they didn't even expect him to be back for the Euros, uh, the English team. Pogba was doing Pogba things, you know. He was his ankle, his ankle, <laughs> and then he was in Dubai and blah 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 blah. Hey, well, I'll give Pogba the benefit of the doubt. You know, he injured whatever. Yep. McTominay was coming off an injury as well. I know he. I think they, he probably subbed on. I want, if I remember correctly, uh, he probably subbed on before the uh, before COVID hit. 
but he wasn't he wasn't contributing uh, since Christmas time, if I remember correctly. Um, so it was a pretty much a Bruno, Fred, Matic midfield, with the up top was James Greenwood would come in. You had Martial, uh, and then obviously Mata. Uh, you had, you know, just Ugh. inter, inter- Ugh. And, and, don't, and we'll talk about Mata over here in a bit. You know, we'll, we'll <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that to Mata. I'm just talking about how how bare bones that is. No yes, depth, no, no, you know. Just yeah. uh, anyway, as you were. So, so we as United fans were frothing at the mouth of the idea. You know, when we got word of. Not, just we got word of Rashford coming back because yep. we knew we we knew Pogba with the break, the layoff. We knew he would come back, and then it was just this: how is Pogba and and how is you know Pogba and Bruno gonna you know play off each other, and how they're gonna do, and you know, and and then we talk about um, Matic. You know, obviously Matic is you know but was playing well before COVID, and. It's still debatable on. Oh, I'm not debatable. He's old. Um, it's. I mean, before it was debatable on his play, right? Who are you gonna play? Yeah. Matic, Matomini, Fred. Uh, but you know, he he was a stalwart. He was the, the the rock, I guess you could say, to hold the glue together, to hold us all together. He was a glue to hold us all together uh, before COVID when we went on that run. So when he came back. Uh, the team selection was kind of against Tottenham was was a high uh, eye raiser, right? Why are we going full throttle? Then we go, you know, then we go full throttle with a Pogba, Martial, Rashford, Greenwood up front with Bruno, and then the back four has not really changed other be other than Shaw coming out uh, because of injury, and then Juan Basaka looked like he had a knock was it, two games ago, and he was on the bench. Uh, he didn't, and then he came on. He came on, and then he played the last game. So I'm not really yeah. too worried about the defense uh, or goalie. Uh, it's just the midfield rotation. So we, so what I'm getting at is, we come back, we have that midfield, and it looked like we're humming. We come back and play Tottenham with the other midfield with uh, Fred Matic, Fred and Matic, and it just looked flat. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. So we come back with this new lineup. Uh, you know, everybody's buzzing. Pogba, Bruno, you know, Martial, you know, almost has a hat trick that game. The next match, I mean, Greenwood's going off, you know, getting his start, you know, and, and taking advantage of it. And the next match, same thing, you know. I think we had almost eight goals in, in, in two games, a two-game stretch. If I'm not correct, if my memory serves me right. And then... We hit a wall. We hit the Norwich FA Cup wall. Ole changes the team, and you know which would it, which is expected. You're not going to play that that high powered offense. You need to give these guys a rest. And I was, um, and I kept bad, you know, banging on the drum to EC. Forget FA Cup. Forget a um, Europa Cup. Put all your eggs in this basket. Rest your players. Yep. And then. We rest our players, and then we play like crap. We almost lose to Norwich, and then we what we did was we bring we brought on our starters. That same team, Bruno played one hundred what thirty minutes or was one hundred hundred twenty minutes. I'm sorry, Shaw played one hundred twenty minutes. Mc, uh, Maguire made him played one hundred twenty minutes that match. 
uh, Pogba played 60 minutes. Um, Rashford played, God, how many minutes? I think Rashford played the whole game too. Uh, Martial came on for 30 minutes. And we still couldn't break down Norwich in the FA Cup, in the FA Cup semifinal, or quarterfinal, I'm sorry. That was my opinion, the epitome of what we are as a team. Because after that, it was the same old, we couldn't get off the Arsenide. It was, we come out flat, you know, either the, the opponent scores or we score, but we can't really get it going again. Uh, yeah, we might have won 2-0, um, you know, or whatnot, you know, or 2-1, I'm sorry. But it was never really that humming 3 or 4 or 5, you know, like banging, you know, banging in goals, playing defense. And then... We, again, we run into Southampton, and then and then again we run into um, with West Ham. I don't. I really the West Ham the West Ham t- the tie. I figured we'd lose that match. <laughs> I really did because West Ham has been playing was playing pretty fucking good, Matt. Right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, they were playing. They were, I mean, they were beating the teams that we were giving up points to. They're beating three nil, two nil. Yep. You know, and I saw the match. I was like, dude, that's a trip up game. Uh, it is a trip yeah. game because then we had Chelsea. I told you, man, it's that bottom five. It's the curse of yeah. the bottom five for for the new age United, you know. Good God. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm with you. I was sweating. And then we play Chelsea, and then, you know, the Chelsea match, it's like changes the line, change up the lineup again, which I don't care. If we're going to change up the lineup, you know, screw it, right? Might as well just go yeah. for broke, leave the people on the bench, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have played fucking Bruno. He needs a rest, and Maguire definitely needs a rest. The dude. We'll, we'll talk about Maguire here. here later. We're gonna do our player. We're gonna go rate rate our players here, position by position. I'm gonna want to hear your opinion on each each of them. Um, okay. But we'll talk about Maguire here shortly. But obviously, down the stretch, he needed a rest. Uh, it's just the Chelsea match was just the epitome of. Where we're at, and last, last, uh, before last, uh, our last pod, I brought it up to EC, and I came to the realization, uh, Matt, that these players, they, they're not fear, they don't have no fear for Ole. Ole might have, might have tactics, might not have, to, might not have tactics. He he has a vision of where he wants to go, the players he wants to bring in, or whatnot. But what the players don't fear is him as a manager. They do, they look on the bench and they feel they who, who, who you know you had Rashford trying flicks. We talked about the you know Rashford trying flicks the, the game before. He was doing the same shit this past match. You have Pogba, you know, doing stupid shit. You have silly mistakes yep. by Matic. I mean, it's just those players look at the bench and know they're not they're not going to get pulled. And that was that I that was the fear of Sir Alex, right? You're gonna play your best, or you're you're asking to get taken out, and you're gonna get you're gonna get the hair dryer. They call it the hair dryer treatment. Ole doesn't have that cachet. It's like that uh, yeah. that old saying, right? Um, would you rather be feared or loved? I'd rather be feared because you can always give love later. If you always if you give love first, they'll never fear you. Okay, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong in life. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, am I am I wrong? Uh, I mean, it's 
it's I don't think you're I don't think you're wrong. It's just your opinion, you know. Um, it's uh, you know the whole only no, and everything but, else. By the state, by the by the state of play, did you see a dip? And I mean, was it not? I know everybody, all the pundits. You know, you look at ESPN. Um, excuse me. You look at ESPN. You look at um, MSN, uh, MSNBC Sports, whatever NBC Sports. I'm sorry. You look at Sky. Everything was humming. You know, all this this offense is so potent and this and that. But then you look at the games, and it's like Bruno. Yeah, I, like I said last week, it was like. Three out of the seven passes were shit. No, sorry. Seven out of the ten passes were shit, but one of them led to an assist, you know? And yeah. the same thing with Pogba. Everybody's like, oh, man, did you see that long ball Pogba on the money, blah, blah, blah. But then you look over, like, this past match against Pogba, with Pogba, him getting dispossessed at fucking midfield and then uh, jogging. Very lazy-like, yeah. Jogging. To fucking get the, I mean, and not get the ball back, and then we could have give, you know, it was they, it was a, a play that could have scored, you know, it was yep. it was just the shot on goal, but he gave the ball up easily, and you want to talk, you want to talk about Pogba being a world e player, a world class player. I told EC, I've I've talked to EC about this. I was like, a world class player elevates the players around you. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter your the stature. Bruno did yeah. that. Bruno did that before. Before I mean, he elevated this team to get them to get them positions to fight for top four because we're off. I mean, we're fighting. I mean, less. I mean, look at. I mean, how many points were we behind Leicester? How many points were we behind Chelsea? Bruno got us to that point by him by bringing him on. Pogba does not do that, so he's not a world class player. He's a jag. He's just another guy that can. He has a shitload of talent, but he has shit for brains, and that's Pogba. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Would you call him a jag? Yeah, just another guy, jag. Yeah, never heard of that. That's great. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I agree. I agree with that. You know, whenever he wants to be, whenever he wants to be great, he'll be great. Um, and it's it's so weird, you know. Um, uh, oh, God dang my cat. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, Pogba, uh, Paul Pogba, I agree. Um, uh, he, he does have those amazing moments. Uh, but if you were to focus, be hyper aware of, of just a single person, like everybody is with Paul Pogba, you'll see the brilliance within any player, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, whenever, whenever you're in the limelight, like he is, you're going to get this type of criticism, like what we're giving him. It is what it is. Maybe you're right. Maybe he is just another guy. It's like I mean, it's but it's. I I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, and this is what I don't want don't want our you know listeners to understand that I have an agenda against Paul Pogba. I mm-hmm. I don't, or I have an agenda yeah. against Martial. It's I've seen this with my own eyes. I've seen this. I've never played professional football. I've never played football at a high level. But I've I mean I've been around athletes. I mean I played American football. At a high level, in, in in not I mean in high school, you mean you know and and whatnot. But I you've we've been around athletes and knows what it knows how what to take right that yeah. effort you know that drive. I mean we here in America we've seen the epitome 
of, of, of athletes. You know, like we, we had special on Michael Jordan. Uh, I know uh, before before we started this pod, EC, EC and I put a, a special out on Kobe Bryant after he passed away. Yeah, that's and, awesome. You know, um, it's just one of those things that, you know, like you know what an athlete is and you know what a great athlete is. And not an athlete, I'm sorry, a great player. Because you can be a great athlete not a great player. You can have the, all the talent in the world and not be – the, the 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 epitome of what you are, and that I that I believe Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba has, has the has the talent, has the talent, but is he willing to put in that extra work? Is he willing to give up sacrifice to be that? I you saw you saw that in Patrick Vieira. If you want to put apples to apples, let's put apples to apples. Would you take Patrick Vieira, even though he plays for Arsenal, over Paul Pogba? Hmm. Um. Yes, I I would take uh, Vieira over Paul Pogba. I would too, hands down. Every day of the yeah. week, twice on Sunday. You know why? Because Patrick Vieira had that fire. Patrick he Vieira, did have fire, man. He was a force. Exactly, and <clears throat> everybody's like, "Well, you know, you can't expect Pogba to do everything." No, no, no. Uh, when we bought Pogba, he was supposed to be this box-to-box midfielder. That was Patrick Vieira, box-to-box midfielder. Yes, he played defensive, but he can play box-to-box. Would you take um, Yaya Torre? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Over Pogba. I would take Yaya uh, Torre over Vieira. No, no, I'm talking about over Pogba. But yes, that that goes without saying over Pogba. Okay, exactly. Those players are, are, I mean, those players are difference makers. You have Pogba and... Everybody says, well, he needs better players around him. You know, look at him in Juventus, and he had a Pierlo. Well, Pierlo was, I mean, you're looking at a maestro, man. I mean, you're looking at, you know, a guy that can put up freaking, you know, a pass on a, you know, a a sixpence, right? They they call it. The dude dude was world-class. Pogba's not world-class. Pierlo's make Pogba look better. You know, Pogba didn't make yeah. Pierlo look better. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. not that it's not that same thing. <clears throat> and then they they said, "We'll talk about the World Cup, the World Cup team. Let's talk about the World Cup team. Who'd you have? <laughs> who'd you have protecting Pogba? Conte, right? Yeah. Nogolo yeah, Conte yeah, yeah, was yeah. protecting Pogba to let Pogba do what he does. I mean, he. I mean, I mean, it's just that simple. You. I mean, people cover up Pogba's Pogba's blemishes. And then everybody talks about this guy's a world world player. I want to see it at United, but unfortunately, he's not giving one hundred percent to the club. And you see yeah. it in his play. You, I mean, as I mean, am I wrong, Matt? Um, am I wrong when I when I look at a player and I'm like, dude, you're not giving it all. You're not like, yeah, running. I mean, you're not putting in fucking the effort. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, is it is that my my scene? Am I? Just looking into it too much. I mean, anybody that heard the whole uh, trial with Fogba knew that uh, I'm just not, uh, you know, 100% all in on Fogba, uh, like I am on, uh, you know, Rashford or Fernandez. You know, those those guys have 100% of my uh, uh, devout energy and effort and, and anything. Anything they say to me is just gold. You know, like I love them. They're great for the team and everything. Then you have, then you have Pogba, who's just, um, yeah, he he is lacking. But there was a thing that EC said during the trial that has stuck with me ever since. 
you know, whenever, whenever uh, signing Pogba, they said that they were going to essentially build around him, you know, mm-hmm. give the, give him a team, and all they've given him is like Lingard and and Fred and uh, a, a youth of McTominay, which I, I dig McTominay, no dig, no dig. Uh, same thing with Mata. Mata is just a soulful player that's slowly transitioning uh, maybe to the MLS. I don't know. But anyway, um, not the strongest force, you know, to to play around him. So now, now we got, as far as I'm concerned, Fernandez, in my opinion, he's a world-class player, man. That guy has opened up so many eyes um, at this level more than he ever has, you know. I have friends texting me saying, like, dude, y'all finally found some world class. Nobody ever said that about Pog, Paul, uh, Paul Pogba, you know? Yeah. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, hopefully, uh, you, you know, Fernandez and uh, maybe pulling on some new people to start to build around the, the Paul Pogba thing. Maybe that's going to, you know, uh, resuscitate him into becoming a better player for us. Um, I don't. I think. I think he was better. I'm, shit, dude. I mean, I don't really have that much to go off off of this season because it was just like lazy and then injured and then just like uh, just a dash of brilliance at the end, you know, for uh, United. Um, and then I was I was stoked to even see him get a goal. I was like, thank God. Hopefully, hopefully that'll do something for him, you know, because uh, because he needs something. Um, you know, we everybody needs something, but um, hopefully, hopefully he gets that that team around him and to prove naysayers like yourself and I completely wrong. I'd love to see it. I would love to see it, but until then, uh, I'm still still slight na- naysayer, man. I, I mean, I want United to succeed, and again, I I know I just want to address everybody. I'm not a Pogba hater. I want him to live up to his deal, basically, yep. right? I mean, yep. he, he costs the shitload of money. I mean, <laughs> and and this is again where EC and I um have, I have uh, debated in the past when we kind of about when we talk about transfers, right? If you pay that much money, yes, the world of pressure is on you, no matter what. Cristiano didn't have that much that much pressure on it because they're really, I mean, when United bought him, it was like what twenty million, you know. Yeah. He was a kid, you know. But he became Cristiano Ronaldo. And then we sold him to Madrid for a shitload of money. The highest at the record the time was record like was I think with ninety nine million dollars. Uh, I think seventy nine million pounds, if I remember remember correctly, in like ninety two thousand nine. Yeah, I don't uh, remember. I just remember it was a world record deal. It was a world record deal. And you know what? He lived up to it. Yep. And then he you know, he built on that. He won Champions yeah. League. Scoring titles, you know, he won, you know, um, Ballon d'Ors, and now he's at Juventus. And look at him in Juventus, thirty-one goals, you know, in a season yeah. at 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 Juventus. So it's I know I'm not. It's just if you're gonna cost that much money, you better put your ass in the gym and work, and your head needs to be there, you know, or or if not. You know, you're just an, ex- you know, you're an Alexis Sanchez. I mean, we're paying you for shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just, I just, I just want, I want this guy to make good. Yep. And when he, when he, when he does what he did, when he got dispossessed 
And then the whole game, it looks like in this past game against Leicester, it looked like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing in the midfield. Yes, yep. he, yes, he created. You know, you you know, he had two passes. He had two passes for uh, for chances, right? Um, and I think that was an argument EC had. Well, he created two, you know, two chances to score. I was like, so did Matic, but Matic freaking, you know, Matic didn't have a fucking the best game either. You know, in the first in the first half, you know, score. You know, you know, he almost led to his passing almost led to a freaking um, uh, a goal. I mean, you just can't say, oh, just because he created two, two chances, he's not having a shitty game. You know what I mean? Because right. a blind nut get uh, a blind squirrel gets a nut sometimes. They so, always do. <laughs> you know, so they always do. So it's just, I mean, I want this guy to make good. I want him to make good for United, and I want it. To, I want it to be with United shirt, but I want it to be done the United way. Yep. Um, and whatever that whatever that way is, I don't know. Uh, I just want to, you know, want to do it. But um, let's wrap the bow on uh, the the way we've been playing. Uh, let's let's tie that bow and let's get into you know let's get into some uh, player ratings, Matt. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm gonna start off David de Gea. I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that out there, and you give me your thoughts and opinions on David de Gea. Uh, right out the gate, uh, the number we're, we're doing a, a rating of one to ten. No, I mean you can, whatever you want. I mean. Player ratings. I just want to say this guy did good, or you. I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm not gonna give a number. I'm gonna say your feeling, okay. your feelings on David De Gea. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So player rating as far as uh, De Gea. Um, you know, I love the guy. I love him. Uh, he's been a devout United guy through and through, and and that's what I get behind. So he. He instantly gets an extra point for that, right? But um, you know, he, uh, he he's had he's he's had some pretty pretty wicked mistakes here and there. But me being a, a goal uh, a goalie myself, uh, grew up traveling league, high school, uh, into adult leagues, everything. I played goalie, and good God, man, I can tell you, I've made some real asinine mistakes, and it just it's it's a split second of just a lapse of judgment. That can cost an entire game. You do know? you get three? Do you get paid three hundred pounds a week? Three hundred thousand uh, pounds a week? He's, yeah, he's the highest payer or no, player do on you, the United squad. Do, do you, Matt, get paid three hundred uh, pounds a no, week? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you're allowed to make those yeah. mistakes, Matt. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we're all human, man. So uh, he is too. He is too. Unfortunately, uh, with a price tag like that, uh, you're expected to not make any. But. Uh, you know he's going to, and hopefully that trend dies off because that's one that's one beautiful thing about being a goalie in uh, in football is that you can you can stay in to your forties if you're quick, you're agile, and you got you got those reactions about you and and just like that sound uh, sound uh, movement and maturity and distribution, you can stay in goal to your forties. Look at old Buffon, you know. Um, uh, but, you know, De Gea, he has kept United alive throughout this entire drought since, you know, post-Ferguson. Post yes. He has kept us alive. Yes. I, I will give him that, and I love him for that. And I'm, I'm not going to let a season uh, or a couple mistakes get in the way of my love for that guy, man. Is, I still, it, is it I just still a season? Because he was shaky he, last season, too. What's up? 
is it just one season? Because he was shaky last season too. He he was he was, but I mean, some players, man, there there are players that are allowed to do that. A price tag doesn't mean that you know you can't have mistakes. Um, you know, the, the higher the price tag, the less the mistakes. Obviously, no, I'm, um, I'm not talking about price tag because I mean we we're I mean it, we pay him when we pay him, right? And right, you're right. We pay him. We I think we paid him for what the because he he saved us. He, he um he was the uh, player of the year for so many years because he was the mm-hmm. our, our rock post Sir Alex right through David yeah. Moyes through Louis Van Gaal, um, beginning of a uh, Mourinho. And I think ever since I think EC brought it up last last thing. Ever since this whole um, failed move to Madrid, it seems like his head is gone somewhere that uh, has he hasn't returned. And yes, I agree. You know, he, he's made brilliant saves. I think he did it against Leicester this past you know he, uh, this past week. But then you yep. have these gaffes. One, I mean. I understand what you're talking about. Having gaffes and being human, I understand. I mean, as a professional keeper in world football at the highest level, I understand a gaff once every hundred, not a hundred games. Uh, let's say once every fifty games. You know what I mean? But he was having gaffes twice a game. You know, you, there've been games that he said like, "What? What? What?" I mean, wasn't against um, was against Southampton, right? That he had, yep. like, he led in two goals. Is like, what the, f- you mean? Yeah, people were saying, well, Harry Maguire, but then it was like, well, the Hampshire. Or Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea's act. Yeah, there you go. It was just like, <clears throat> I understand where you're coming from on on what we owe to him. But the good thing when Sir Alex was there, he was willing to let a good player go. Early on, rather than later on, right? I think because we're already seeing it right now, we're not willing to let go of Mata. We give him an extension. Uh, we're not willing to go of, of, of Matic. We gave him an extension. You know, we're keeping the old horses in the barn when we need some new. We need some new blood, and the new blood is Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson has already been. It's been rumored that Sheffield United is already shopping for a keeper because United are willing to bring him in. What do you do with the Dean Henderson De Gea dilemma if you start the season with De Gea? And we're going to start the season in less, a uh, little over a month, Matt, September twelfth. Yeah. So it doesn't give us much much time. We have the Europa League this this year this month, uh, and then we start Premier League. So it doesn't give enough time for a really a, an off season of sort if we go far in the in the Europa League. So what do we do with that? Dean Henderson or or David De Gea? Um, you know, I'm going to have to stick with De Gea. He's my number one. Uh, Henderson can play uh, what, I mean, figure it out because they're, they're both incredible keepers, you know. Um, I mean, uh, De Gea or United had 26 clean sheets. That was the most in Europe this season. So De Gea is not terrible. He's not awful. I'm not saying he is. Uh, what's up? I'm not saying he is. I'm just yeah, I know, but as far as like uh, the difference between De Gea and Henderson, uh, you're you just split it up. You know, you you have to divvy up the the games. And now that we're in the big leagues with uh, with the Champions League, you're like, yo, De Gea, you have the Premier League, Henderson. Uh, let's go ahead and take him on, uh, Sergio Romero. It's been it's been great. You've been wonderful. 
but you know, let's let's pull in some youth, some legitimate proven depth, and um, let's uh, let's bring him in, and he can take over the Champions League and the FA Cup, or you know, just divvy it up that way. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that they need to be competing for the number one spot because number one spot until proven otherwise, is going to be De Gea through and through. This is where, because you and EC are on the same, the same page. Bring okay. him in, competition, and this. Um, I, I'm in a total disagreement because you played the position. This yep. is one position that your goalkeeper's head can't be fucked up. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. If I mean, I understand a field player uh, looking at the bench and be like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Uh, he's going to pull me off, right, if I make a mistake. Mm-hmm. This is a position that you can't have. That, that goalkeeper knows that he's going to be between the sticks and he's going to be t- between the sticks and whoever's backup is going to stay there. I mean, yeah, he's only there for injury time, period, because you can't have a player, look, especially a goalkeeper, looking over his shoulder. And I, I, you can have it for the outfield because that's breed, that breeds competition. And I, yes, I'm saying DeHan and Henderson will have some sort of competition with each other. But when it gets down to it, I mean, the, these are like the, these are like how would um, another sport? How would we describe it? You know, these are sh- like starting pitchers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like in the major leagues. They can't be looking over their shoulder because you know what? If if they are, they're gonna make mistakes. They, they have to be. They only the only thing they have to be worried about is the game. And I think if you do that, you bring Dean Henderson in, and DeHan knows that Dean Henderson's out for his job because Dean Henderson ain't gonna come coming you know coming back to United to play second fiddle after doing what he did doing what he did for Sheffield United. And who knows? Dean Ham- Dean Henderson might be. <laughs> Might be in the line for being England's number one next year, uh, given the way Jordan Pickford played this year. Yeah. Um, so he he's not coming back to United to sit the bench, or not. Dean Henderson is going to probably be on his way out. So you're going to have you're going to put yourself in the dilemma in the back to have a have maybe one goalkeeper with his head is fucked up because he's had two bad seasons. You know, giving up gaffes, and then another one. Hey, he's hungry like a wolf. He's gonna take. He's gonna eat that. You know what I mean? I don't want to see De Gea do that. I'd rather sell De Gea top dollar. Um, I know we brought it up. Uh, I think you, you see it in a past pod. Sell De Gea to to Juventus, top dollar, or having a swap trade, get Mateus De Lit or a player, and we're good. You know what I mean? And bring Dean Henderson in, and 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 put him in the team. He's gonna make mistakes like just like Mike De Gea, but he's gonna he can establish himself in the beginning, rather than us lose matches because De Gea's game is not uh, his head's not in the match. One thing I'm worried about is focusing on selling a player at top dollar. I feel like that's what we did with uh, Ronaldo, and uh, what happened there? You know, let's I mean, do, like, let's do a swap like, deal. Like I said a swap deal for that? a player. A Let's do it, you know. Hey, hey you give us, well, you give us Mateus Delit, we give you De Gea, and we give you twenty million pounds. Do you think? Do you think they'll do it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I'm mean, sure. I'm playing with somebody else's money, but I mean, 
I mean, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. It's, I don't want to lose money for me. So <laughs> sure, why not? Go I, for it. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose money in in the evaluation of De Gea. And I'm looking at it as a business sense now. If well, De, if De Gea, yeah, you would fit perfect in the the United hierarchy, and that's <laughs> that's part of the problem, man. What is wrong with you? You're part of the problem. Doug. No, no, I De Gea, <laughs> no, no, De Gea has done. De Gea has done. I mean, I we're United are forever indebted to what he's done. It's just I think it's time to move on from him. And this is the. So problem. you're saying De Gea is old yeller, then, man? We got to take him no, out no, no, I, I, no, 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 no. I I think take him out. No, no, no. He's young. De Gea's young. That's the whole thing. He's young. But I don't think De Gea's head is in United anymore. Especially after that whole thing, that debacle with the with Madrid. I don't think his head's there anymore. I don't think... Because it's been too many seasons that he's had these gaffes. You know, that he's had these un-De Gea-like mistakes. And they're getting too frequent now. I mean, yeah, it was like, oh, nah. shit. You know, I was like here, you know, here and there, and then now it's like twice, you know, two a game, once every five games, you know, or or two of two every other match. You know, it's just, it... dude, hold on now. I'm gonna play devil's advocate, okay? Okay. Yeah, he is a pricey, pricey player. The the highest paid week salary player on the United staff right now. I actually just looked at these numbers not even like three, four days ago. It blew my mind. I, I thought like Paul, Paul was all the way up there, Rashford, um, just looking at everybody. And I saw De Gea was all the way up there. But I guess, you know, you have to pay top coin for a, a world-class player, you know, because um, that's what he – uh, and, and and don't say this the wrong way. That's what he was, you know, mm-hmm. a world class player during that signing. Um, so with that salary, removing that salary, picking up Henderson for a quarter of that salary, and opening up that much more, you can buy yourself two more Fernandeses. Now I'm starting so how, to sound like the upper so, echelon. So how do you, so how of, do you play devil's problem. advocate? You're just agreeing with me. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> said, so how are, you, how are you playing devil's advocate? Because you just, you're kind of agreeing with me. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But, I mean, that that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm saying, no, let's keep him and let's get Henderson. This is this is me saying, like, no, I love De Gea and let's bring in depth because that's what we need. That That's my stance, right? No, no. And uh, Henderson could play other competitions. De Gea play Premier League, done. Um, but after listening to your uh, what oh you had to say and think about finances and everything else, I'm like, damn, dude! Like, if we did in fact get rid of him, so to uh, you know, um, uh, Juventus, like you said, that would open up an insane amount, especially with you know getting rid of Sanchez in all due time, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully soon enough, and then also Pereira and Lingard, like all of our finances are going to open up. And we're going to go balls deep, you know? So that's not a half bad idea. However, that would hurt me at the same time. I'd probably have to get a De Gea jersey, uh, just like an in memory of, you know, a little <laughs> shrine in, in the closet with all my other has-beens. <laughs> but uh, either, either, either or, man, as, as, long as, as long as it's a power play and, and, uh, for United. And that's you know? the thing, we like, haven't, we've not done that. 
a power play like that. We haven't been yeah. when Sir Alex. I know every, every to this day, I'm I, I curse Sir Alex's name because he sold he sold Ronaldo. Because who what would have that just sucked. What would have Ronaldo been at United? But Ronaldo wanted to go. I mean, I mean, it was it pains me to say it, but Ronaldo wanted to go. He wanted to go. Well, of to Madrid. course he did. Look at him. That's and, all he's done and, is and, go. And Madrid. I mean, I'm sorry. And David De Gea wanted to go to Madrid. His yeah. his wife's in you know in in Spain, and I think um, that's home. I think home. I, I think I think he wants to go back at least be close to his wife. And, yeah. I mean, even though he's done great things for Manchester, um, I think he's he should be you know he should go back and the what, what better place for <laughs> not Atletico because I mean we're talking about talking about um. Goalkeepers, uh, it's, it's rumored for yeah. all black, all black. Is yeah, all black, dude. That's who I'd love to see come in, man. Well, it's rumored that he's going to Chelsea, so that leaves that leaves a prodigal son to return, to return home to the cochineros, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? They the, the the future, but from what I'm from what I'm saying is um, is the fact that I think it's time for United to part ways because if we have Dean Henderson waiting in the wing, if we have Dean Henderson waiting in the wings, uh, I think it's just time. All right, let's move on to the back four. All right, uh, yep. we'll try to run the run run this through quick. Um, yeah, man. Sorry one. that that De Gea conversation yeah. got pretty look like got it, pretty serious. Look like it, you know, struck a little heartstring to you, man. Either it, uh, it did, right? man. Well, goalie, goalie, goalies, like I said, man, that's my position. That's uh, I, I'm very, I'm very, very sensitive to that subject. <laughs> anyway, anyway, go on. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll Aaron we'll... Aaron, Aaron Wan It's I don't love him. There's, there's love him. yeah, okay. I mean. Uh, that's just a, a spot that I think he he's, he solidified himself, and and I've told EC um, I think he improved his game. I don't know if you you agree. Uh, he worked on his offense in in the COVID player period because he looked like a totally different player coming from the first part of the season to the COVID return if uh, on his offensive game because he was up and down the field putting in some balls. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I vaguely remember us having a conversation about how, good God, man, he would lose the ball left and right. Like, he would tackle, fucking amazing tackle. Where the hell did that guy come from? And then give it away, you know, every single time. Uh, but, yeah, um, during this uh, this post-COVID return, uh, it, he's just been he's, – he's been on point, man. He's been delivering good balls, great touches. You know the occasional uh, mess up, but it's going to happen to everybody. But um, you know, ten out of ten recommend. Ten out of ten. Ah. Ten, ten, ten out of ten recommend Juan Basaka. Anything. Would uh, and I guess maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna bust my load too early here, but um, I was gonna say Player of the Year, but I think do you want to give it already hands down to Juan Basaka? Oh uh, no, no, I can't do that. I uh, don't. I don't know. We'll, we'll, right, see. we'll right. see at the end. Well, already, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I showed my hand already, so there are mine. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Victor Lindelof, uh, Matt. Um, uh, I think he had a pretty solid season. I don't know. I'm I... from Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I don't know why. Uh, uh, 
to me, I feel I feel that he's underrated. Uh, just kind of like what you were saying, the inflection in your voice. Like I think he like. He's he's just been like a silent consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, hiccups the hiccups here and there. We're we're always going to talk about those, right? Because you always got to weigh the pros and the cons, especially as a as a center back. But I feel he has been doing rather decent. I like him. I uh, you know I, I, I I'm in the I'm in the camp. I'm in, I'm we're in the ballpark. I give guy. him a six point eight. Six point eight, man. That's like wow. That's very specific. I was going to give him yeah, but, okay, seven. I do, I do, I do agree. The fact that you know he put in shifts and he and he put in shifts and I think what game was it? He, I think he was when Eric Bailly had that um, that handball and I was like, why? Did, oh, why God, did, yeah. I was like, why did why did he take off Lindelof and um, I forget who was texting. Is like because he's having a bad game. I'm like, I rewatched the game. I'm like. He's, he didn't have a bad game. What the fuck? No, why did, why yeah. did he put him by? And it's just, I, I, in the past part, I, I've called by the Sergio Ramos, but he's a more injury prone because he has that, he plays good, but then he has that freaking um, mental gaff, you know, gaff. And, you know, like Sergio Ramos always does, you know, like he'll have one red card or give up a penalty. But we're speaking of Victor. We're speaking of Victor. Um, I, I and I agree. I think he's had a he's had a decent, solid season. Yeah. I guess that's not really a that's not really a phrase. How can you have a decent, solid season? He's had a solid season, and I yeah, think, I, I think, agree. I think the um, the pressure on replacing him is 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 something that you know that it's kind of un unwarranted. But I see where where people are talking about, and we'll get to Harry Maguire here in a second because. Um, I think you know a lot of the the, the, the gaffes that you talk about of, um, of Victor were, and correct me if I'm wrong, were because maybe he had a cover for Harry Maguire. Um, yeah, well, Harry Harry does push up. <laughs> Harry pushes up. Yeah. Um, he started push up a lot, but that's also due to a very attacking, like a like an all out attack, you know. Um, yeah, and he had to stay back. He had to stay back, and it became like a, um, you know, like a four-on-three kind of yeah. uh, counterattack yeah. kind of deal. And you know that shit's gonna happen. You know, like if you're gonna give out all attack, your def- your your back end's gonna be exposed, and that's what happened. And it, it sucks, but Lindelof was a part of that uh, operation. You can't, you're, you're not gonna win them all, man. You're, you're not. So I, I know I said six point eight, but um, you know, probably a little bit higher. I, I have nothing but respect for that guy. I don't know why. I feel he's underrated, uh, but I have nothing but respect for that guy. All right. Uh, what I forgot to do, because uh, we already talked about uh, De Gea, Aaron Wambasaka obviously is going to keep. Uh, Victor Lindelof, keep, sell. What do you want to do? Yeah, I, th- I think I think keep. I think uh, keep him. If you want, if you if you want to drop a top dollar, bring in like a top notch world class center back, whoever whoever you can think of, bring him in. Let's have Lindelof as a depth with center back because injuries are inevitable, especially being at a world class uh, table like the Champions League that we're now in. You know, um, injuries are inevitable. So let's get that depth. I'm not saying that we have to bench him, but but I'm saying let's. Um, you know, because we don't have any more depth beyond 
beyond uh, Lindelof. Uh, we have Baye, but that, that boy is always injured, it seems. And then who do we have other than that? You know, it becomes like this, like, flexible left-back, so, right-back, center-back, you know, kind of deal. So, yeah, let, I, I say we keep him. So you think uh, keep you, you'd want Lindelof to be in the John O'Shea, Johnny Evans mold, you know, come in, yeah. fill the fill, fill the void of Rio and, 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 and Vidic. You know, he comes in and, and, and puts in a shift. Yeah, why not, man? Let's do it. Let's see like what that. he's got. I like that. I like, like I that. said, yeah. yeah, he's under he's underrated. He really is. I, he is <laughs> he has not upset me. He is. I'm not been like, I've not left a game being like that mother. You know, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> nah, man, it's never been like that. I and I've had that with with a lot of other people, oh, yeah. but never him. Never him. All right, Aaron McGuire, first mm. year, the first year with the team. <sighs> Up his ups and downs, giving the captain's armband, and I, oh my god, I want, I have a lot to say about Harry Maguire, but I don't want to take up the whole show because I think that can, that can, you know, derail this. Yeah, I, f- I feel, I, I don't think he's a leader. Let's put it that way. I'm gonna put that out there in the ethos. Um, I don't think he's a leader, and he, I don't think he should be our captain. Uh, is he a great center back? Time will tell. I think we need somebody to pair up next to him, and we need somebody to cover up his mistakes. That's all I can say. And I, I give him a six, six, six. Yeah, 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 same. Um, Harry Maguire, he, like uh, like you said, first year. Uh, but also, what I was saying about Bruno Fernandez earlier in the show is that you're not going to, you're typically not going to have a rock star player come in with a bunch of no name people, or not no name people, but people that they're not familiar with, language barriers, all sorts of stuff, working on chemistry, all sorts of shit. The beauty of the center back is. You can kind of flow together, you know. You get up in the center mid position, board. You have to have that chemistry. Center back, you have you have a little bit more leeway with chemistry. So you can you can you can make a little bit of mess up passes and just kind of do some long ball, you know, old English style BS type passes. But um, Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire could deliver some passes, but good God, man, like he moves as fast as the Stonehenge. He is the slowest player I know, and it pisses and it pisses me off because I play FIFA and I don't play with any other team but United, right? So I got I got Harry Maguire, who's like a 53 speed and just some lurch of a player, just choking it up for me, and everybody's just blowing right past me. And guess what happens in real life? They blow right past them. So if he were to be more of like a stopper, you know, like um. You know, sure, play that flat back uh, four, but, you know, be the first guy that comes up and have the back guy with more speed uh, whenever, whenever uh, you know, you have that diagonal pass coming on. And that's something that Lindelof offers is more speed than McGuire because, good God, man, McGuire <laughs> guy is, he is so damn slow. I'd love to race him in a 40 anyway. Um, Harry Maguire scored clutch goals for us this season. That's that's uh, that's a plus. Um, uh, but maybe maybe he's uh, he did better than last year, or uh, you know. Um, so he's he's starting to transition. Maybe I don't know. I'm still I'm still like I'm st- I still have my doubts with Harry Maguire. Um, I, every time I see him, I cringe. 
but he, I don't, I don't know if that's just because of so much limelight, you know, that he's in. Uh, we'll see the next next season. I give him uh, a six point five. Okay, very generous. Um, you must be you must be in uh, in your line of work because you give point 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 zeros and point fives. You can't just give me a regular six or seven. Okay. Anyway, no, <laughs> you have to you have to be so precise. Yeah, um, I have to. I have to. All right. Um, this one's gonna be a this one's gonna be a two 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 player because they obviously played the season together. Uh, Luke Shaw, Brandon Williams, the pairing of the two. Uh, I'm gonna ask you the question: rate the two players, uh, rate rate the two players, and do we need a replacement at, at that position? Do we need a replacement? No, they're they're great. Um, I feel uh, for for what a left back is. Um, they're they're both playing the you know the wing back position, so they're both attacking, running the line, running the line, um, and it's great because we we have two of them, and they and they work relatively hard. Um, I I almost see them one for one, and they're like you know judging by by a game and everything, it'll like it'll, it'll alter it maybe like fifty five over here, forty five percent over here. Um, but it's but it's literally on this like even scale for me, and I'm like I mean there's brilliance with Luke Shaw that I'm just like hell yeah man, and then there's brilliance with uh, Brandon Williams I'm just like dude that is like prime youth right there, like uh, the two games ago whenever he got uh, beat the shit, <laughs> like he he, uh, he got his head busted, and then the and then the next game he came in oh man all sorts of stuff. Remind me of that uh that Sandlot episode, uh, the movie Sandlot, when they put a he has a, he had a big old shiner and put that big old steak on his face, you know, and then yeah comes out and yep. plays back, you know, comes out with a big old big old black eye. Um, yep. I. I. I I I I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. How do you feel? How do you feel? What do you what do you what do you think? Who do you, who do you like better? Who do you like better? Uh, Brandon Williams, I, God damn it, why can't I think? I want him to go on loan. I need him to get better. I think my Luke Shaw experiment, I desperately wanted this guy to do well, make good, because you saw the, you saw the talent when he was at Southampton. You saw, you mean, you just... This guy can get up and down the pitch. He had so a, fast. Yes. He had the leg injury. Yeah. And I think that derailed his career. I mean, because it affected his confidence. and That derailed um, my career. I stopped running hard after I saw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that think, shit was rough, I think man. Mourinho wasn't very good for his mental health. Nope. Because, you know, he did, you know, he, I don't know how, you know, however you could say Mourinho – Never really trusted Brandon Williams. I do. I do want to see United go out and get a, a left back. Uh, really? Yes, I do. I think. Okay. We, I think we need a. If we if we want to contend high level, I think we need to get a left back and whatever whoever that that is. I mean, there are some good English left backs out there right now. 
that can that can play that can put in a shift. Um, and then obviously there's some uh, international. Who that yeah. is, what age age that is. I don't want them to go out and fucking get Sandro from Juventus like last year, right? You know these yeah. old ass, old ass, you know, players. Give yeah, we're gonna replace Luke Shaw, or at least give him competition. Uh, oh, I think we need to get you know get somebody young, and Brandon Williams, he's he's still young enough, man, to give me two years on loan somewhere, come back solidified as the left back, you know. Okay. No, because I mean, I don't want him to. No, 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 no. This is no, no, no. Me saying this isn't anything bad. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm shocked because, like, uh, I think I said this uh, on maybe on. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I, I may say it often, but uh, you know, I have a form of Stockholm syndrome. You know, being, being in love with my captures. Like all I know is Fred. You know, all I know is. Is uh is Mata? All I know is uh, Daniel James now. All I know is shit. And I know I know your love for Mata, and I love old man Mata myself. No, but no, but no, uh, you know, like the I maybe maybe that's what I'm a victim of right now. Maybe maybe I'm just in love with uh, mediocrity, and uh, <laughs> and maybe you're opening up my eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, no, no. I mean, Brandon Williams has talent. And that's no, no, don't defend yourself. No, I'm actually kind of stoked. Uh, I'm actually kind of stoked to have my uh, a, a more open mind about this. You know, I mean, and it'd be good. It'd be good for the listeners as well. You know, to have an open mind about a, a, a potential new left back and putting Brandon Williams on loan. I wouldn't I go mean, as far as saying two years, but you know, but uh, well, look who at the, knows? look. I mean, I'm, and, and I, I hate to say the blueprint. Of what we have is a class of '92, right? Gary Neville and Gary, um, Gary Neville and um, Phil Neville Phil, never yeah. never started all their matches, right? They had competition, right? Did they? Did, did they have Dennis Irwin, Blomquist, and Yamstam? Uh, Yamstam they, they played center back, but they had competition at their positions, and that's what I want to breed, right? And I think Brandon yep. Williams right now uh, is too young. Especially in that position, because in defense, unlike offense, defense, you have to have a knowledge. Uh, uh, you have to have some sort of knowledge of the game, right? And how to track back and play people, you know, and things like that. Offense is <coughs> is a young man's game. Yeah. Anybody could do it. I mean, I had to say it. Anybody could do it. Um, but defense, you need to have some sort of experience to play the match, to play the game. Um, it's just, it's just one of those things. That's what I'm saying. I think it would have served Brandon Williams to go on alone in the Premier League, go to, um, who survived, right? Uh, the lower level ones, Aston Villa, you know, you know, yeah. somebody, yeah. somebody that, you know, he can, you know, he, you know, he'll get playing time. And Luke Shaw? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Go on, go on. I don't want to see that. And then Luke Shaw brings somebody in that's going to compete with him, and then then we'll see how we'll see the true player Luke Shaw is. Okay. Because he because okay. he, he started competing when Brown and Williams is there, and you know I just I just saying I I don't see <clears throat> I don't think Luke Shaw has recovered again. I've, I'm going to say it again. I don't think he's recovered mentally. mentally. 
And yeah. we need we need we need a bomber down the down the wing, putting in passes, going at people, and and also coming back and playing defense. And Luke so Shaw, you want to you want to compare uh, Brandon Williams as left back to Mason Greenwood up top? No, no, I don't. As, as youth, as youth, no, no. This this is. This is obviously apples to oranges, right? But, uh, but uh, what did I say? Yeah. I say playing defense and playing offense is two totally different positions. You know I, I mean? know, I know, I, I mean, know, I know. But but it's you still be, it's you still youth. An, it's I, still growth. You can be an offensive player. Look at Michael Owen, right? And, and granted, there's granted there's people's opinion about how how fast they brought Michael Owen on, but Michael Owen was at 18 years old. Look at Wayne Rooney. I mean, it's just you can be an offensive player and be relevant at a very young age. You and and, and withstand that, you know, and not go on loan, play for your team week in and week out. You can't do that at a young age. It's very Ooh. difficult. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We, we cool. We cool. Well, we cool, man. Did I'm setting my gun down? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Shit, man. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's get to the midfield. Uh, we, yeah, man. We start running this because we have the midfield and we have some subs to talk about. So, um, Matic, I think we're pretty much on the same agreements. I think we are. We our, our, our wavelength will probably be there. What do you think, Matic? In or out? Yeah, Matic, um, you know. Well, he's obviously he's, in because he signed a new contract, so, I mean. Yeah, yeah, he just, he just signed a massive contract, right? Uh, he, he's, in, he's in for a while. Um, uh, not, not necessarily to be a starter for the rest of eternity, but uh, to be depth and maturity for, you know, that defensive center um, or that, that center, center defensive mid. So I think uh, I think Modric is great. I think I think he offers uh, a lot. He delivers great balls. Um, uh, I, I saw some some BS stat on him about the number of matches that Manchester United won versus didn't win. Whenever he started, whenever he didn't start, kind of deal. And it was it was quite eye opening um, that Matic was in fact a, a, a better player than what I what I, what I originally thought after I saw all these uh, uh, all these stats. So, uh, but also from what I've seen, not necessarily just from what I've you know what I've heard and everything, but what I've actually seen, great man. Like I I don't have I don't have uh, that much negative stuff to say about the guy, and I like that. What about you, I'm, man? I'm gonna, give, you I'm gonna give him an eight <clears throat> because, Ooh. like, no, no, and, and don't, don't get it twisted. I'm gonna give him an eight because I think he was uh, the rock that we needed uh, when we brought when when Bruno came in. It just didn't in the beginning of the season. It just didn't work out right. Our, yeah. We were, you know, we we're just in flux uh, with Pogba. You know, Matic trying to figure out that Fred Matic Pogba. Matic, Pogba, Fred, uh, Fred, Pogba, whatever, whatever the fucking, you know, it just, you know, Mata, you know, it just wasn't. Whatever that conglomerate yeah. fucking blob of bullshit that yes. was for the past, yes, like, exactly. three three years or so. Yes. I mean, yeah. and then, and then what the, probably the best thing that ever happened to with Matic 
is he he got Bruno Fernandez, in my opinion. He came in. Yeah. He, he didn't have to worry about up front. He did his thing. And then he then he shined. You know, you, you saw the defensive prowess. You saw the the passing. I mean shit, the dude could pass I mean thread the needle on freaking you know, from thirty yards, he could thread a freaking ball better than Pogba. You know, on yep. the ground, Pogba does these long passes that you know, long like, lazy, yeah, long lazy, like super chill. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah, you have to pick up your leg, but this, I mean, Matic puts him on the ground at your feet. Anyways, yep. um, and I hate to throw a dig at, have to throw a dig at Pogba, Pogba one, you know, a couple of times uh, during the during the pod because I'm uh, contractually uh, said yeah, I have to. Anyways, um, but. I think we as a team need to look to the future and I, I obviously we're keeping him because we gave him a new contract, but we need to bring in his replacement. Yes. We need to bring in his replacement like yep. now. And yeah. That's what I was saying. You know, like uh, I don't think he's going to be a starter for the next two years. I think, I think he's going to be a starter for next year and then, He's going to be depth for the next like two or three. So you, do, I mean, obviously you agree. We need to bring in a replacement. We do. Uh, Declan well, Rice. That, Declan Rice. Is, Declan Rice. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. This is what I'm not talking about. Declan Rice has been rumored to actually be uh, matches replacement. Um, do okay. you act, do you actually believe that Fred or McTominay can actually take Matic's spot uh, effectively? Because we've already seen them on the pitch, and I don't agree. I don't think so. I think I think both of them are squad players and not and not starters. So we'll, we'll you know with that we'll talk about them two in conjunction with the, that same position. Uh, I don't think Fred or or, my, or McTominay. Um, I don't rate them. Period. Uh, <laughs> not rateable. No, no I, I don't rate them. Yeah, yeah, all subs are not rateable right now, as you were. <laughs> no, I mean, do you think? I mean, do you? Who, I mean, do you want to bring somebody in, or you, you want to give McTominay or Fred a, a chance? I mean, uh, dude, I mean, fuck, man, like uh, McTominay is relatively young. Uh, he's up and coming. I feel like Fred is mature enough. Fred has shown his colors. This is who Fred is. Fred is a workhorse. He's going to apply pressure to anybody and everybody uh, whenever he's told to do so. Um, you know, but uh, being a playmaker, it ain't it, you know. Um, being locked into a certain area, that, that boy drifts. I don't know if it's, if it's his tactics right before he goes out. That's what he's told. But he drifts a lot, man. He goes all the way up, all the way back down. Like, like um, you know, Matic seems to be a little bit more consistent, as does McTominay um, for me. Um, but McTominay is a big guy McTom- versus Fred. You know, Fred's a little guy. I think in a center defensive mid position, having a guy with speed, uh, somebody that's um, – it, it, it's, it's like the strength versus ability – or agility, rather – um, like what do you what do you want to, what do you want and that's what it's going to that's what it comes down to because right now you have you have mature strength which is Matic right now um, versus uh, like a slightly mature 
um, go-getter, which is Fred. But Fred leaves a lot of open gaps, you know? And then, uh, then, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who to replace, but I, I can tell you right now, I don't like Fred. And I think, I think McTominay will be a great, uh, sub for whenever Maddich is gone, or maybe he proves himself. Who, who to replace Maddich? The question. Who can replace him? I don't know. I don't, like, um. Would you bring in Declan Rice? Say again? Sorry, you went out. Would you bring in Declan Rice? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, obviously, shit, yeah, I would bring in Declan Rice in a heartbeat. Uh, what he's done with West Ham at Cylinder Fine, the back, uh, as, as, as a midfielder and being an attacking force, I think he can, uh, I think he can push for starting for us any day. Um, Rice, uh, it, you know, it, I think we were rumored for him <coughs> prior to the season, so it's kind of one of those things that West Ham would probably gouge, price gouges, but um, he would be a, a player that we need. And um, we'll, this is going to be probably a running theme. Uh, we need players. We need, uh, we need, we need competition. Well, I told you that earlier, uh, competition breeds, you know, success. Uh, we need a player, uh, speaking of, we need a player to uh, fill in the gaps for Paul Pogba and Bruno whenever they're, when one of them are not playing. Uh, we can't do this Andres Pereira coming in, Fred coming in, <laughs> McTominay coming in. Um, Could you imagine? No, we can't to replace, yeah. you know, as an attacking force. Uh, I was surprised. And we get we'll, we'll talk about um, we'll talk about Bruno and uh, and uh, and Pogba here you know, shortly, um, yeah. but let, let let's talk about the replacements. I'm surprised Ole had not used Mata in the number ten position in his natural position as much as he did. He always put him out to the right wing. He always put him out to the right wing. He always replaced him, subbed him in the right wing. And this is where we get with with the, with Mata. I think his days are numbered, and I think, yes, he needs to go. Uh, Pereira, you said it earlier. That's your man, dude. No, no, no. He's not my man. No, no, no. That's, said, your, that, that's your dude. Uh, I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed the way Mata played. But, Old man uh, Mata. But Cheers. I, uh, but I <laughs> pour someone on the block for you. Um, but, <laughs> but like you said, Pereira needs to go. Yep. I, I'm, in, I'm really indecisive. I think Fred... The Fred experiment needs to go. The only reason, yes, the only, yes. the only reason I'm keeping hold of McTominay, and I'm not, with, you know, telling the saying that he needs to go, is because he's an academy product. Yeah, and I think, yes, sir. I, I think, he, I think there's some sort of loyalty. But if he doesn't prove himself next year, he needs to go. So those are those are our midfield back. You know, Jesse Lingard needs to go. I mean, Dude, just, what? No, man, he just scored a goal. Uh, well, technically, we'll bring up Jesse when we talk about Rashford, Martial, yeah, and Greenwood. That was my fault. I brought Jesse Lingard <laughs> up. <laughs> but, all right, get back to the two players. Fucking Jesse. Let's rate um, Paul Pogba. How did he how did oh, The entire season, right? Well, I mean, it's a, it was a play. It's a season rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'll give it, like, right off the gate, my mind went straight to 4.6, and I'm trying to battle mm. myself to bring it back up, you know, but that's where I'm at, you know? Bring me... Less bring than me. average. Less than average. Yo, yeah, man. Less than average. I would... Oh. I'm Okay, 4 point... Whatever you had, 4 point, I'll give you a 4. 4.6. I'll give it 4 point. You use a 4 point, I'll go down to 4, because you're right. He played less than average. And 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 I know everybody's like, well, you hate pop up, buddy. whatever, dude. I, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna rate the player on the, the worldy player status. The worldy yep. player, you know, people he, fucking bust up Cristiano Ronaldo when he doesn't score thirty goals a year and say, yeah. you know, he's lost a step. Let's let's Damn talk. Ap- let's talk apples to apples. Yep. Worldy player, what has he done? Nothing. Fuck um, all, man. He he held on to his ankle for the majority of the season, I think. Yeah, I mean, I it's think. crazy. He had, Paul Pablo showed glimpses, and yes, he has talent. This guy has talent. And everybody's going to pull stats. He's covered more ground than anybody. Well, fuck, man. If I had legs like him, I'd cover more ground, too. It takes me a little bit, you know, longer because I'm short. Um, <laughs> well, me, man, I'm 6'3", six, 6'4", I'm six, six, and I can tell you right now, I, I still can't cover ground like him. <laughs> but, I mean, and he was injured, right? He's injury yeah. prone. We have to put yeah. that in there. I mean, I hate to say it. Uh, and it's like that that whole thing. You can't make the club in the tub, you know, even though, yep. you, you, you know, you have to be on the pitch. So let's, let's put that in there. And then it seems like Paul Pogba tails off at the end of the season when he gets disinterested. He did that to Ole. He's done it to Mourinho. And he did it again. This, I mean, now he started off this COVID, you know, playing on a playing good. And then it yep. just tailed off, right? When he becomes disinterested, right? So who knows? The season, our technically our season is not over, but I, I'm considering it's over because we're already doing a season review. Um, but uh, I give you're right. Four, he's below average on Paul Pogba, and that's yep. that that that, and and that's just a that's justifiable. Yep. And the next man, Bruno Fernandez. I want you to give an honest opinion. Bring in pre-COVID and not and back post-COVID, and you need to have an honest opinion about that. What do you think his player? Ooh, is? you're you're you sound kind of defensive on this stuff. No? <laughs> um, yeah, so Bruno, uh, so 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 leaving, leaving like, hey, um, listen, I need you to leave from point A to point B and uh, still be operating to 110 percent like you were. Man, it ain't gonna happen. It, it, it's it's like moving your entire family, your life, your energy, your everything, and trying to make things work, and trying to figure out your new boss, your new coworkers, all that bullshit. All of us, we can relate to that. So you, so so bringing somebody in, that's going to be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they are going to not be not perform at 110 percent. But now, now we're starting to find some type of chemistry. You know, I I am a Bruno fan. I I'm gonna be looking for a Bruno uh, jersey here shortly. You know, before any number change ever happens. Um, you know, I uh, I think he was great. I think he is what we've been lacking. We have been lacking an attacking center mid, somebody that applies that pressure. Forces those uh, 
those uh, those uh, those errors all the way up top, you know, from the goalie to the to the outside. Apply that pressure, and now you have your right wing to go over there. Apply that pressure, like having having an engine. We haven't had an engine, somebody that just runs nonstop since fuck, man, I don't know. Um, uh, Paul Scholes, Jason uh, Park, Wayne Rooney. Uh, those those guys were engines for me. They would they would be running and applying nonstop. They were incredible, and they would be delivering balls left and right. Bruno Fernandez has been that for me. Um, like I said before, pre-COVID, there's a struggle that's going to happen. That will forever happen. Uh, Post-COVID, he he got to know people. He he adjusted um, to his new life in England, all sorts of stuff. So I personally number right out the gate eight point eight. I love the guy. Eight point eight. Dude, I'm doing it, man. We're doing it live. Wow, eight point eight, man. I was... I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm a Fernando, I'm, I'm a Bruno that's fan. Fine, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, hey, hey. That's, everybody's entitled to their opinion. No matter, no matter what, no, no matter what the world says, everybody's entitled to their opinion. All right. Yeah. What you got? I got a six. Ooh. I. Damn, that's that's hard. Okay, uh, yeah, no, let's no, do no, it. No, look, listen to me. I don't know because I, again, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, Paul Pogba's Yes, I maybe I do. I think Paul Pogba rubbed off on Bruno Fernandez during COVID, and I think he started he started <laughs> on, he started his this hair on fire. Yes, he was a nine. He was a ten. He was a ten. A ten. A fucking ten. 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 He was a ten. ten. He came back from COVID. I would say below average four. Oh man, I captain. Yeah. I captain him in my fantasy. He uh, he got me second in the league, and I appreciate him. After COVID. Oh yeah, post COVID for sure. Oh, I just made a, I just made one hundred and forty bucks, man, on fantasy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But you, <laughs> I think I. But you saw the. You saw the lack of discipline that he. I mean, for some reason, I don't know if he. It was because he had Matic and. I mean, sorry, Fred and uh, and McTominay behind him. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Fred and Matic behind him, or what? But he was seemed like before COVID, when he came in, it was more, he was more disciplined. When he played along Paul, when he played alongside Paul Pogba, it's just his passing was he was just trying. I I I love the in the innovation. I do, but when it's sloppy, I don't. And there was a lot of times it was, majority of the time it was sloppy, his play. Uh, that's, okay. why, that's why I'm giving him a six. I, 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 I want this man, I want this, you know, because he, you know, he's not young. I want him to make good, but I don't want him to get in bad habits because the players around him. And I, I got I, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming his play on Paul Pogba, which you know I could you know that's a conspiracy theory that I could put out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I I saw, especially when he played Tottenham, I I didn't like our team chemistry from then from Tottenham that's... to here and out. I think I thought we could have played a lot better, and we didn't. And Bruno was a part of that, so I give him a six. Which do I want the guy to make make good? 
Hell yeah, I want to. I was excited. He brought a new energy. You know, he had, I mean, the guy, I mean, and maybe maybe it's all his fault. Maybe it was all his fault to play him fucking every fucking game, every minute of every game. He hardly ever got subbed. You know, he played 120 minutes, just like, you know, uh, McGuire and, and, and Shaw, you know, in that Norwich game. You know, it's like, why are we playing this dude so much? You know, everybody's getting a rest. So maybe that play to, took a toll on him. To where at the I mean he got subbed off at the end of the end of Leicester game it looked like the guy was out of gas. Oh, so, I'd imagine so, man. Imagine, yeah. imagine so working out your that, entire that, life and just like taking a step back, you know? So like that, it's it's gonna happen. COVID, COVID messed up everyone. So that's all his fault. But I give him a six. All right, let's, Ooh, all his fault. Go on. Let's go on to let's go on to the front three. Okay. Um, uh, we have the front three of. Rashford, Martial, and Greenwood. <clears throat> All right, Rashford. Um, when I talk, when I, I have to take Rashford's, con, you know, in consideration of what he's coming back from. He's coming back from a back injury. He looked rusty. I think I put a, a in a pat in the the past pod. I was like, dude, this need dude needs a slump buster, right? He needs to go get him a you know nice chunky chick, you know, do what he needs to do, get out of <laughs> get out of the slump. Did you say a chocolate shake? I said chunky chick. Oh god, yeah. I thought you said a chocolate shake. Go on, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but either or, those are both funny. Go on. <laughs> and then he scored, right? Then he scored yep. on that that goal, the penalty kick. <laughs> so the next match. So, um, God, where was I going with this? God, you got me derailed. Oh. <laughs> He just didn't look. I mean, I, I said he's gonna get out of this slump, right? Because he's a goal, goal scorer, but he put in shifts, right? He put in shifts, you know, up and down the up and down the wing, and then before he got hurt, I think he was, you know, I I'd rate him. I give Rashford a seven. Ooh, um, yeah, really? I, I do. I give him a seven. Um, Overall season, scoring seventeen goals, doing like performing the best he's goals. done in a. He scored more than 17. No. Rashford? Are you talking about Greenwood? No, no, I'm talking about Rashford. How many how many goals did Rashford score this him season? And, him and Martial are up there like in 20-some. No. Uh, how much would a bet, boss? $20. Venmo, what you got? What y'all got? Sorry, my, my kids are screaming. They're probably killing each other right now. That's, that's fine, man. It's inevitable. It's what siblings do. Uh, now, we have, now we have dead air here. No, come on. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. How many goals does he have? Hold on. I'm looking up. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. I thought they both had 17-17. No. Maybe Premier no. League goals. But they have more. Marcus Rashford. Why do they make it so difficult to, to why can't they just give me the damn number? Defense team. Twenty two goals. Sheets. Seventeen goals in the Premier League. Four in the EFL. So twenty two goals. So you bid in on me, twenty bucks, 
Biatch. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking. No. You said 17 in Premier League. We're talking 17 about 17 in Premier League. That's that's. Yeah, 17 is what I was talking about. No, but we were talking about how many league, goals. Wait, what? How many you, goals you, we have? I mean, there, there's in the season. There's different competitions. Are you talking about todo? Um. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you halfway. I'll give you ten. You give me ten. <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. You owe me twenty <laughs> bucks. Anyways, see now we had wasted wasted air time right there looking at the stat. Dude, of I'm sorry. No, 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 because no. Call you... cut then. No, it's okay. That's no, okay. Um, yeah. So, so twenty-two goals, and that's an injury. I mean, a lot of people say most of his goals came off PKs, right? Right, penalty kicks. Um, yes. But, you know, you still have to take them and you still have to create them. And I think Rashford did, you know, has done that. Uh, am I biased for Mark Rashford? Yeah, maybe I am. He's a Manchester lad, came from the academy or whatnot. But I think, you know, him coming off his injury um, and back injury like he suffered, I mean, it looked pretty, pretty horrific and... Before it, before it, everybody was complaining about Ole running him into the ground, and kind of did, you know, until he got that back injury. Nobody expected him to be back, and he came back, and he put in shifts every time. He was putting in shifts, putting in the work. Uh, granted, he didn't get the goals. He created goals. I, I think I've, uh, you know, I've joked around with EC uh, regarding, uh, regarding, uh, Two of Martial's goals were accredited to, uh, especially when they came back, Marcus Rashford. I was like, he could have pinged them off a statue and scored because that's what Martial is. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, he should have had some more goals. But, you know, I, 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 I rate the guy seven. I give him a seven. Um, and I think, you know, hopefully next year he has a breakout season. Breakout season. Not a breakout, uh, but I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking about? Take the, take the season by the scruff of his neck and do what he has to do. Uh, everybody knows who he is now, but, you know, I think, you know, I, I just, I think he can, he could do a lot better. Okay. With the potential always seen and now we've seen it and now there's growth. Don't get all Einstein on me, man. <laughs> 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 okay okay all right so um so rashford rating overall i give a 8.3 um yeah i think uh i think he's been great uh you know in the premier league as previously stated he he scored 17 this this season Last season in the Premier League, he scored ten. So he's uh, he did a bounce back, you know, even with an injury, all sorts of stuff. Why is that? Do you think it's because of the Bruno effect? Do you think because the whole squad, the A squad, is in full effect? Probably. Can we build off it? I'm sure. Um, what if we had depth too? You know, maybe we get those numbers up in the twenties. Give him a golden boot. I don't know, but I think I think it's right around the bend though, uh, because he's going to be a constant player. He's 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 got the sauce, man. He's got the sauce. He's got the drive. He has the love for United, and that's what I love about him. So I give him an eight point three. Uh, Martial, uh, I know, I know uh, my previous. 
discontent uh, for Martial as as yours as well. And this season, this season, the Premier League. Wow, dude! Post COVID, who is that guy? Did he just need a break? Did he like? I don't. I don't know, man. Um, but the fact that he scored seventeen goals in the Premier League himself, you know, like that's that's quite incredible for a number nine. Look at look at old fucking uh old Bobby over at Liverpool, man. That guy was choking. They're they're looking for somebody. They're looking for a new number nine. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think I think Martial uh, this season was the best season that he's ever had for me personally. Uh, I think he did great. I think there's going to be growth, especially within our top three and the potential depth within our center mid for him. Uh, but dude, like you get him on the outside of 18 with a little curler. It's it's typically looking looking in United's favor, you know, but he does typically get uh, kind of a kind of kind of kind of shitty with it though. Like he he won't he won't make a proper pass whenever he needs to, and for that I give him a seven point nine. What you got? Oh. oh man, I know, I know, I know. No, 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 look, no. He, I did, saw, he I, did really well this I, season. I just want to correct you again. Um, he had 17 goals in the. I mean, now you now you say the Premier League, but when you bet when you bet with me at Rashford, you said how many goals does he have? You're correct. Martial does have 17 goals, but he has 22 overall goals in, in the league in in in, play, in season. Um, in the season. Oh my God, man! What a, what a lookout! Like uh, I, I'm going off. I'm clearly going off stats. Like uh, from like a week and a half ago. This is bad. This is bad. But so, um, my love-hate relationship with Anthony, uh, Tony, um, I I've had arguments with EC about this guy. I don't. I think he's a one-trick pony. Uh, his season's uh, great. I mean, twenty-two goals. Who? I mean, we need that. We need that. He won us matches. He won us games. So yes, I'll give him a seven, just like I gave Rashford. Um. But in regards to his play, uh, it would yeah it would I mean he, he he had glimpses of brilliance. I think he's a winger, you know, and that's my opinion. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sh- you know shy shy away from that from my statement. I think he's a winger. So you put him and and Rashford in competition at that wing. Obviously, we know how Tony does with competition. He shrinks. He's a mental midget. He's gonna you know. I mean, Damn. no, he is. I mean, g- tell me I'm wrong. If you put competition in Tony, he's going to, he's like a turtle. His head's going to go in. He's going to be like, uh, you know, his pout, you know, g- tell me. I'm Dude, gonna... that guy pouts more than anything I've ever seen in my life, man. I'll give you that. I get Every time I see him getting subbed off, like in the 60th, 70th minute, he starts looking at the ground. He starts, you know, speaking some BS in French. I'm like, oh man, chill out, dude. Like, and you just started I've been, I've been, for Manchester fucking United. You know? I've been torn up on Twitter because I've said that. I've said Tony is a one trick pony, and everybody's like, oh man, you have an agenda. Look at his season. I was like, and I've I've said that before. A blind a blind squirrel can get a nut. You know, catching up. I mean, uh, Jamie Vardy. When okay, look at look at Leicester. Leicester won the fucking league. You know, in fifteen sixteen was it or sixteen seventeen? I mean, 
you can catch you know you can catch you know lightning in a bottle once, but has he been consistent in scoring that many goals throughout his career? No, he hasn't. I mean, he he showed you what he is. He shows that he gets a ball on the left, puts it on his right foot, and 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 shoots right. He knows. I mean, it's like a basketball player. You know, he's gonna go left. You well, how do you guard him? He's he's a book that is gonna get found out next year. And I, I, I hope he. Proves, I believe that. I believe that. He. I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. I really hope he proves me wrong. But what we need is competition at that position. If it is Mason Greenwood that's going to compete, because Mason goes left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, whatever fucking side of the goal you want, he's going to score. Martial can't do that. If you want that dynamic, you know, playing playing center forward. Of which is going to come in, like bring the ball up, press. I mean, which Martial does, he you know Mason Mason has it in spades because he can go this side of the goal, that side of the goal, this side of the goal, this that side of the goal. Martial can't do that. Martial brings it up off the left, cuts in on his right foot and kicks in it and smashes it in and scores goals. That's what he does. Okay. Other other than that, that's what I mean. Yes, like I said. Earlier about Rashford and his uh, his ricocheting, you know, off uh, of his of of Martial scoring the goal. Yes, I mean it's like a statue. I mean anybody could do it. A championship player striker could do it. Of uh, of pinging a ball in at that close proximity. And yes, you know, um, you know, EC said, you know, told me earlier, you know, well if Chicharito scored those goals, you'd be happy. Yes, I would. But Chicharito is not was never a starting, you know, a starting center forward for Manchester United. He was a super sub. He was a super sub, just like Ole. So getting back to it, getting back to what I want is a true center forward. Is a true center forward. Somebody can play with their back to the goal. Igalo does it. Yes, I I want somebody that can hold up play, can you know strong. I want Erlen Holland. That's what I want. I want a wish list. Give me Erlen Holland. We're not going to get that, but we need somebody who can actually. We when we have these teams that change our dynamic, right? They're going to sit back, hold the box up. We need a, a different kind of striker. We need somebody that's going to go, you know, beat the center backs up. You know, we need someone like that. And Martial does not do that. Martial is a winger. But like again, uh, for the season he's had seven Martial, that's what you get. Now let's. Um, I will. I will say last but not least, uh, Mr. Mason Greenwood. Uh, we'll get Oof. to we'll get to his subs here in a bit. Um, but because I think there's been several p- people that have shared that position. But we'll 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 leave off. We'll start with him, Mason Greenwood. He's had, I believe, 17 goals in the whole season. Um, he, EC, oh, I'm sorry, Matt, he is the, I, I know I've probably, I verbally, I verbally gave this man a hand job every, um, several episodes. <laughs> it's fine, man. He's incredible. <laughs> I would too. I, I, I really I don't rate, know if that's I, White Zinfandel talking. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> I rate this kid so much, and I want to see him play game in and game out. But kind of you saw that, you know, towards the end of this, this little stretch we've had, you kind of seen him 
drift in and drift out of games. Don't know because of fatigue, because he's not playing at the high level. But, you know, you see him putting in a shift. You see him putting in the work. Uh, but he has not, you know, again, um, you know, you saw him kind of drift out of games. You kind of, I was like, where's Mason? Because he's, it seemed like the front three was kind of like intertwining. You know, yep. Martial would go out, Mason would come in, Rasher come in, Mason would go out on the right. So set positions like that. Um, but the kid is electric. I that's all I have to say. The dude is electric. Left foot, right foot, doesn't matter what position he's in, he's gonna come in and he's gonna score on whatever foot you let him you give him that crease. Um yep. I would like to see him up front uh right now. Because I think he can, you know, if we're playing that dynamic front three, that's going to be attacking the three-headed, like a, the Hydra, the three-headed Hydra. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, if if Jaden Sancho comes in with that pace and with Bruno assisting in the number 10 position, I think you have a dynamic force because you have somebody that can go on both sides, both sides of the box. You know, if, if, if Rashford's attacking on the left, Mason come in the right. You have Jaden Sancho on the back end, or vice versa. So I rate this kid, and I I'm not overreacting. I'm gonna give him an eight for what he what he's done and the time he's played because he's had limited playing time. Uh, granted, his backups, James Dan James, <laughs> Mata, um. And Jesse has come in as as a Jesse's kind of been blackballed this season, f- for good reason. I, I yeah. admit, for yep. good reason. Yep. That's Jesse. A you, you know Jesse is this is put in his time at United. I think it's time for you know United for him him and to part ways. Mata yep. Mata has been playing out of position. He should not be playing the wing. Don't know why we always play him on that that side on that side of the pitch. He should be playing the number ten. Um, it's time for us to part ways with Mata as well. Dan James, first year, uh, had high hopes for him. It was his pacey. The dude has yep. wheels. And for some reason, after he scored his first, what, four goals, was it? He had four goals in the beginning, like first two games. Um, he just, you know, just, uh, I was always hoping the dude made good. He's a super sub, maybe. He could be a super sub. He needs to hone his craft a little better, and we'll, yes. see, it. we'll, we'll see how things go. Yeah, uh, slow, down, slow down his touch for sure, man, yes. uh, because he has speed. And one thing one thing that Sir Alex Ferguson told Ronaldo was, um, you know, quit falling. Quit falling every single time you touch. Every time Daniel James gets touched, he falls, and I get it. He's small. He's light. He's weak, but for fuck's sake, man, stay up. Mm-hmm. Stay up, and we will make chances. If Raheem Sterling can stay up um, um, a lot, Dan James can, right? They're about the yeah. same size. I mean, Raheem Sterling doesn't flop all the time, and I hate to say Raheem Sterling because he plays your city, but I totally, yeah. I totally, no, agree, I totally agree with you on, on the, Dan, the Dan James thing. He, yeah. just, he just didn't make good. But give me your player rating. We're talking about the yeah. man of the mount, the man of the match, the man of the hour. Ooh, uh, that's that's your opinion, <laughs> Mason Greenwood. What is yeah, your, Mason what, Greenwood. What is your rating? Uh, yeah, Mason Greenwood has done great, man. Uh, he has. He's been. I mean, he's he's been the you know the youngest, 
the the youngest guy in the squad to score this many goals in so long and and he's just he's doing great man left foot right foot five star five star I'm telling you right now like I, I've been following a lot of FIFA treads or, or threads rather and they've been they've been just talking about how Mason Greenwood's gonna get a five star five star. And they're like he he's going to probably be like an 89, and I'm just like God damn, dude, an 89. That's incredible. Like like Messi starts off like at a 91, you know, like at the beginning of the season, and that's like a world class player, obviously. So, um, and th this is just talking about like FIFA FIFA ratings, right? But I think uh, from what I've seen and just seeing him like trading off, like what you were saying, like. Rashford has a good game. Marcial, then then Greenwood. It's 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 kind of inconsistent. It's not forever flowing in like the the strongest direction forward with all three of them on point at the same time. But he's young, man. He's young. He's gonna make great, great, uh, great moves as he gets older. Uh, he is gonna be. I, dude, I I foresee him being a world class player because he is a world class finisher. Doesn't matter which foot it is. He did like if he gets an open goal, boom, finishes. And for that, I'll give him an eight point one. Um, he is on point. Um, I, but I gotta say, for me, for the entire season, from beginning to middle to end, for me, it's gonna be Bruno, uh, Bruno Fernandez. That was the overall changer for our season that that that's me that's my opinion uh what you got man what you think uh regarding mason uh you always have to one up me right you always have to be this point zero point whatever yeah i, I had I, to I, I understand that yeah and you're right I, uh as long as he keeps his head on the shoulders um i think he the the sky's the limits for him because of his talent what I don't want him to get is burnout, and this is where manage management and I think the addition of maybe a, a Jane Sancho, um, bringing in bringing in more players, that to you know, to reinforce our squad, will help him in the long run, um, because obviously in Ronaldo's young age, and it, it it's a, not very lofty to say that you compare this guy to Ronaldo. Because he has that talent, we said in the past. I think the pundits have said it. This guy has that it factor. Um, oh, for sure. And, and um, Ronaldo didn't play all the time, every game, until the latter part of his United career. You know, the past two, three seasons, uh, he was you know subbed in, subbed out. He didn't start. So I think that's what we need to do with Mason. Surround him with talent. Don't burn him out. Because I've always heard, um, I've heard that uh, same comparison about Michael Owen, uh, when Michael Owen burst on the scene uh, at Liverpool, and obviously yep. with the England squad, uh, he, you know, he, you know, they played him too much at a very young age, and then he kind of flamed out towards his end of his career, end of his career. I'm sorry. Um, I agree. I remember following it, man. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, with Mason, I. And eight, I said it. Uh, you said Bruno Fernandez is the the player of the the, the year. I'm gonna, I mean, I said it earlier, Aaron Wambasaka, because he was a constant throughout the whole of the year. Um, I agree. And his and his play 
never dipped off as much as Bruno's did had when Bruno came in. He started off hot, and then you saw his play dip off a little more, a little more, you know, and more of a gap than um, than he came in. Last but not least, uh, we didn't talk about Igalo because Igalo didn't play so much, but I really want to see some more of Igalo, especially in those those cup games. Uh, but last but not least, we'll give um, Ole player rating, and then we'll talk about uh, some a little bit of transfer news and uh, what we have what we have coming. So. Ole, what was your opinion of this season? Did he handle it right? Did he do good? I mean, what is it? Yeah, everybody, everybody, uh, or not, I'm not going to uh, spout for everybody, but uh, from day one since Sir Alex left, you know, you had so many managers, Moyes, uh, Van Gaal, um, uh, fucking Jose, and now, now you have Ole, right? So, my biggest deal is, man, like, like you, you have got to give a boy a chance. Like, you cannot give a season or a season and a half or two if, like, you, you have to understand how a manager works. A manager works, they have a, they have a certain mentality. And every manager from, from uh, rebuilding since Sir Alex has tried – to counteract the purchases from all the other managers. And we haven't been in this downward, slow spiral ever since, right? We're trying to do maintenance. We're trying to overhaul this team for the best. What is the best? And it's relative to the manager. And we've had we've had some some incredible managers. Um, and so now now we have given a manager for once time we haven't we haven't just sacked him you know for the sake of like oh my god you you got fourth place you're done it's like no man let's let's build that chemistry the the manager has a vision let's let's see if it works because we're we're not in the sir alex era anymore uh with that said i like ollie man i am a fan he is a happy, jolly fella, and if you're happy, if your boss is happy, and you go to work, and you're dealing with a happy boss, you're probably going to be happy. Uh, I know your your vision is more fear based versus <laughs> versus mine, which is more uh, of that that bullshit love phase, you know. So, um, but uh, you know what? I think I think Ollie's done a great job, and with that. Uh, and and great is relative to Sir Alex, right? So I'm going to give him a seven point five because Sir Alex was obviously a ten. What no, you got? I give I give him a six. Get out of here! The show's done. No, 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 you know, no, 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 no. Actually, actually, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's not. That's not very fair. He got us. What he did in the the, the end, the back end, the stretch. Uh, to get us top four, which I didn't think we were going to get, uh, especially when we started off the season. Uh, I, you're right, seven. Seven, I should give him a seven, period. Um, I question his lineup sometimes. Uh, not sometimes. All, the, all, all, the, all time. the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, especially that's all uh, we had. And yes, uh, that and the, when, when um, we didn't have Bruno, and then obviously Pogba, uh, you know, losers limp, uh, got injured. Um, the losers limp. 
<laughs> you know, got oh, injured. Yeah. Got injured. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm. In, I don't sue me for liable, liable or whatever for lying. Um. <laughs> um. You know, he he was. I mean, it's basically he was make. He was having to make. Was it chicken salad or the chicken shit? You know what I mean? Uh, and a midfield. Uh, you know, Rashford went down. You know, our you know our back line's pretty much been solid all year. You know, with the with you know Shaw and make you know McGuire, uh, Lindelof, and Bissaka, and then obviously with um, De Gea. So it's always been our front, you know, our front uh, front you know six, right? That's been kind of the problem. Uh, and I think he, you know, he had to do, right. he had to do what he had to do. Uh, but you still question his subs. You still question his team lineup sometimes. And then the, where I kind of like fell off, uh, jumped. I have one leg out the old bandwagon right now. Just want to put it that way. Uh, is, is the way the team has reacted to him or the lack thereof down the stretch. It seems like last year, the same thing happened. You know, they're on this high. They, you know, got rid of Mourinho. Uh, Ole came in. Ole got the job. And then it was like, eh, deflate. Yep. 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 We saw that again this year. You know, we started off hot uh, coming back from COVID. You know, we're on this high from before COVID with Bruno coming in, coming back from COVID. We saw no really discipline in the team. Um, and then there was this kind of like, let's just get over the edge. Let's, let's just, you know, cruise to the finish line and hope, you know, hope, you know, something doesn't happen. And I don't think, I think the players reacted to that. And that's the lack, that's the lack of urgency I see, I see in the, in a management. It's like, you know, where I said, you know, Hey, this, this guy's not getting in people's asses and telling them they need to do better. Even if it's Bruno Fernandez. You know, or Paul Pogba. Well, you know, you know what Paul Pogba is going to do if somebody gets mad at him. He's going to cry. Um, but Bruno, it's like, hey, Bruno, quit fucking around, man. Make a fucking good pass. But he didn't do. <laughs> you know, or you know, think about your passes, or you know, getting on Harry Maguire. You know, just doing something. Obviously, it doesn't have to be done in public, but at least let it be done, and then let this, you know, let that shit lie. I mean, I, I told you, see, I think it was last week. Uh, we talked about there. There's nobody on the pitch, and the, that the that is the extension of the manager, um, like Roy Keane was, right? When uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when Marcus Rashford's doing flicks and trying shit, that you know, like you know, somebody to go pull him aside and say, "Stop fucking about," you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's nobody on that. There's nobody on that team to do that, and that's the extension of management. You know, the yeah, well, and that was that was something. I don't know if you saw that with um, with uh, Jose Mourinho whenever Hugo Lloris got upset with uh, with Son, like they they got at it at halftime because Son didn't retreat, and Hugo Lloris went out like, dude, like fisticuffs, man. He was he was ready to throw. Yeah. Like there were people separating them in halftime, and and that was that was something that uh, that. That Jose Mourinho was like, "Hey, we need that. We we need that type of leadership yeah. to go out and call people out on their bullshit, you know." And um, 
and that's that's that and it's kind of going with what you're saying. So are you are you trying to tell me that you miss uh, Jose Mourinho's approach? Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? No, no, no. You, his approach, yes. His vision, no. I like, I love all his vision, and all his vision, I, I see it. You know, youth. You know, and what were we, youth and attack, attacking. Man. Yes, and Mourinho is not that way. Mourinho, Mourinho is a maturity a chess, and defense. Yeah, he's a chess player that's gonna, you know, bring out his pawns first, right? To, you know, or you know, not really bring out his queen, you know, and start attacking. Like I would. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a. I'm when I play chess. I'm. A, I, I use that bitch, and you know, I'm gonna, you know, try to dominate you. If I lose her, I lose her. But you know, <laughs> but. But Come on, Mourinho, straight out with the queen. Straight out with the queen. Mourinho's again. He just. He just. He's a put your pawn one 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 uh one one block at a time. You know, one move yeah, at a time. So I hear uh, you. Uh, I see all his vision, and this is what I you know I want him to succeed. But I need I need him to bring in players that believe in his vision and that are be an extension of his vision, and that are going to do that on the pitch. You know, and like I said, call players out. He needs a what he needs is he needs a Roy Keane. He or he needs like a, somebody that is is going to hold people accountable in practice and on the pitch for their you know for their you know laziness. Yeah, and he has nobody there. So I I, I I change my you know I change my score. I give him a seven, uh, Ole for because That's he nice. because he got because you know we're still in Europa. And you know we are, uh, we got Champions League next year, but next year I'm going to be more critical because we are in Champions League. Um, obviously, hopefully, the board is more generous than they were last year. Actually, they get us three players, but I hope they are equally as generous as last year and get us three more players, get some players out, change the team. And then uh, we see where we're at from there. But we need we need a bench. We don't have a bench. We need, um, my opinion, another, another center forward. Obviously, we need a right winger, Jaden Sancho. We need another playmaking uh, center fielder, uh, somebody that Bruno can play with or Papa can play with. But we can't have both of them out. Uh, we need a defensive center, you know, like a, a, a central midfielder. Declan Rice, hopefully, uh, obviously a center back, and I would even throw as a luxury, throwing a a left back. Uh, we don't need a goalkeeper, but it, it's gonna it, the reckoning is coming. Obviously, with uh, Dean Henderson might coming back to the club and wanting to keep him, so uh, that's my my foreseeable need. I don't know if you agree with everything I said. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, yeah, I, I feel, uh, for the overall goal, um, you know, you have your opinions on an old Solskjaer and as do I, everybody does. Uh, and I'll, I'll leave that at that. But as far as the overall, um, where, like for me, where do I see Manchester United next year? I see us competing within the top three. Um, are we going to be a raging, raging competitor for top one? Probably not. I see us, I see us competing for anywhere between two to three. Uh, we'll be lucky to get one. 
how do we get one? We get depth. Uh, so uh, with that comes uh, signings, which will be the next topic, I'm assuming. Um, and uh, so, yeah, going into signings, that's that's going to help out, man. Uh, bring in Sancho. Sancho, you know, with, with Sancho, unfortunately, with, with that type of depth, he, he has that type of Paul Pogba-esque mentality, and I don't know if we need that too many or that, that many King Danglings, you know, with that type of mentality. Um, are we going to have the same type of conversations that we had uh, with Paul Pogba that we did? Are we going to be having Sancho on trial? I don't know, but but having depth and talent on the bench is going to be getting us a constant top four. How do we get to one? We we get people that give a shit. Um, and that's going to be my forever-ending statement, um, you know, <laughs> with, with, throughout any Paul or throughout any uh, podcast, you know. Um, so I, I I I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm really excited to see next season. I'm really excited to see uh, next signings. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What do you think next signings are going to be? Well, all right. Let's get a let's get a wish list as, yeah, okay. as we'd say right um i've said center forward i don't know if you agree do we need another center forward we have we have tony we have greenwood and we have agalo i want a true center forward um harry kane what harry kane would harry kane uh because there's rumors already out there about harry kane um obviously he's not happy at um at, at tottenham a Harry Kane, huh? Who would be? Who would be? Okay. Um, <laughs> Harry Kane topping the striker. Would Harry Kane be a ideal signing? Granted, are we have unlimited funds here? Let the, we're playing a game. Harry Kane, yep. yes or no? Uh, so you brought up his name. I grimaced a little bit. I was like, oh. Um. I, I who, wait. Who would you replace him with, and why? Let let me let me do some some counter arguments. <laughs> who would I replace with? His option? Yeah, Erling Holland. Okay. Or no, 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 no. On, on the active squad, on the active squad, Holland. Yes, bring bring that boy in, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's um, younger. But, but the, he's younger. Um, hell, shit. And I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fucking probably roasted. Oh, I think Olivia Giroud over Martial is probably better, uh, and that's just my opinion. I think I rate Giroud as a striker. Uh, obviously, Laurent Blanc did too. That he picked Giroud over over Martial for the French squad, and he's picked him in, in international matches. Uh, he is a true center forward. Hell, I think he's out of contract with Chelsea right now. If you want to pick somebody up on a cheap, Olivia Giroud. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I dig. I dig. Especially right now, like that guy. That guy is just constant, man. He's a super sub, just a force, you know. Oh. Giroux. Um, like Harry Kane is a clinical <laughs> finisher, but he needs some space, and he's got a leg for days. But um, I, right now, honestly, I would take Giroux over uh, over um, uh, Harry Kane all day. Okay, because hey, we have to think about it. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same boat as you because, um, we're talking about monies and, yep. and yep. wages. So transfer comparative, it's, um, Harry Kane's going to cost us a hundred grand, hundred million, I mean, a hundred million. 
Uh, that's no doubt. Uh, yeah. We have Giroud on a free. Uh, that gives us another French French surely, striker. Surely Chelsea keeps them though. Who knows? I mean, who knows? They have Tammy Abraham. They have, uh, you know, they have other. Yeah. They have they have a uh, what's the name? Timo Werner's coming in. I think. Timo, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Timo Werner coming in. So uh, Olivia Giroud would I think on a free, I I would take him. And uh, this yep, is me. Yep. Granted, who knows his personality in the locker room? Maybe Ole can deal with it, but I think he's a he's a he's a quality finisher, and I think he's more of a center forward than Tony is. And I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get killed, but eh, who who cares? Who listens anyway? Um, <laughs> uh, De Gea listens. <laughs> uh, let's go with um, attacking mid, because obviously we need somebody to come in to replace Bruno or Pogba when they're out. Jack Grealish's name has been out there. Um, James Madison's name is probably fell off. There's mm, Tiago. Yeah. There's Tiago Alcantral. I guess that's how you say his last name from Bayern Munich. Um, obviously, we need somebody to come in and give us still that energy, that pump, you know, that oomph uh, at at that position. Who would you um, Who would you envision? Yeah, I would definitely take Jack Grealish, but I mean that's me being biased towards the EPL, right? Uh, but that guy kept Ashton Villa alive. Uh, they kept he kept them, you know, alive in the Premier League even from from being relegated. So uh, just watching him the entire season, like that boy was a just just a shit house man. Like he'd come in, just wreck everything. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, so, I, I I would love to see the depth with uh, with Grealish on the squad. If I'm being honest, I, I really uh, I'm down with Grealish. I'm not down with Grealish's as a Manchester United player as what the spotlight as a Manchester United player is going to be because it's a lot bigger at Manchester the spotlight uh, than it is in Aston Villa on his choices outside of football. We've already saw it, you know, uh, yep. pre-quarantine having that party and then um, getting in uh, after he got, after he, you know, gave his all his apologies and whatnot, he came in and then he had that wreck. Yeah. So I don't want him to be, because we've already had one and Wayne Rooney, I know a lot of stuff got swept under the rug with him. You know, yeah, with Colleen and spitting and all sorts of yeah, shit, man. Yeah, it's been, you know, I don't want another Wayne Rooney in that sort. I want him on the pitch. I don't want him off the pitch, you know. I got you. I, you I know, got you. I respect that. Because it's just more of a, with it, because you don't have a manager like Sir Alex was in that sense to straighten everybody out. So right, if you have right. that, if you have that person in off the pitch and let him run wild, Ole is not that that manager that's gonna fuck that, you know, like straighten people out. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you have that, I mean, if he's grown up and he says, you know what, hey, this is my one move to make a big move to a big club, I'm not gonna mess it up, and he keeps his nose clean. Yes, uh, Tiago on control. I've never really been a big fan. Um, I know United was in for him um, uh, before he went to Bayern a while back, like a couple of years back. I never was a big fan. 
because um, he played second fiddle in Spain, you know, to um, Iniesta and 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 Ashavi. Um, I do, granted, I don't watch a bunch of Bundesliga football, <coughs> but I know he's talented from what I hear. Um, but again, like you said, Premier League proven. I'll take Premier League proven any day because the fact that they're not, you know, people that come from outside the Premier League have an adjustment period. Yep. Defensive. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Okay, Jane Sansa, we're not going to talk too much about him. Obviously, uh, we need a uh, right winger, and I think that's the, the main um, the main uh, target. Uh, we could talk about, you know, his alternatives, but I think I think that's when United will seal the deal and, and get the, and, and get over the line this 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 uh, this transfer period. Uh, we talked about Declan Rice for Matic earlier. Um, do you? I mean, honestly, I mean, in your opinion, um, don't you don't have the same names of who you want to replace? Do you think a, a, a defensive midfielder is something uh, is something of a priority on a scale of one to ten? Is it a is it an eight or is it a two or three? Yeah, no, defensive midfielder, I will give it uh, first number came to mind without overthinking was a seven. You know, we have we have some aging shit and uh, something, um, you know, like uh, without without 100% promise on, on the up and up, you know. it's It's been kind of inconsistent. It comes, it comes with time, maturity, all that stuff. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think we do need to look for a defensive cinemid for sure. Okay, we we talked about. I, I agree. Uh, seven, agree. Um, we talked about Declan Rice, and obviously the West End's price tag for that is going to be pretty high uh, for that man. Um, alternatives, I can't give you. I can't give you numbers for that, so I'm not going to get too much into it. But I just want to go by position by position. Center back. On a scale of one to ten, uh, to replace Lindelof or hell, somebody that can come in and 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 uh, put McGuire on the bench. Uh, scale of one to ten, do we need a center back? Uh, I'll give it a six. I'll uh, give it a six. It, it's it's an option for discussion. It's all it's always up for discussion or discussion for sure. I'm at a I'm at an eight. Uh, okay, I, I couldn't go down. As long as it's not Kaladu Kulubali, I think that would be a horrible buy. If Kulubali is bought, he's too old and he's going to cost too much. Yes, he can. You know, he's 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 proven, but like I said, every every player has an acclimation period, and I think we'd waste be wasting another year off Kulubali's life if we brought him in and we paid seventy five million for him. Yeah, so I my money. So yeah. What, let, let us know where works best there. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about our needs. Obviously, when we talked about the hay and, and whatnot earlier. So yeah. uh, we're going to kind of wrap this up. Question. Question to you. Do we send our starters out on holiday now and let the kids play Europa League? Or do we, you know... Still play our players and play Europa League and try to win them. Try to win a cup. 
Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like we play our starters now. Uh, just not do holiday. Yes, yes, we we do next. Uh, what next month? Month and a half um, is it's going to be the beginning of the season, and we uh, August fifth is going to be the the next game. Um, but yeah, we qualified for the season, but this whole COVID, this off time. This what I was just having this discussion the other day with a friend. Uh, he was like, "Dude, what about off season?" I was like, "COVID was off season. Like they they had downtime. They probably had more downtime than they have ever had in their entire football career. So that was their downtime. That was their preseason. Um, just like all of us, man. We all have our downtime right now, uh, whether it's wanted or not. This this is reality of life right now." In the world we live in, so I feel like go ahead, play your starters right now. Um, co- our preseason uh, already happened uh, with all their downtime. Uh, let's let's keep the chemistry alive. Let's figure out what it's all about. Uh, but also, also on the side, if you want to play around and figure out who you who works, who doesn't work, who you want to sell, who you want to keep. This is also the time, but I, I say let's focus on chemistry. Others are going to say let's focus on um, let's focus on uh, who we want to sell. You know what I'm saying? Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> who you got? Who, what, what you got, man? Yeah, I'm telling you, hey, all starters, get your ass on a fucking plane. Go to Mita Pizza Pizza or whatever you want to call it. Eats Eats a Pizza Pizza Pizza. Um, get your ass out of here. We're, we're going to play the kids in this competition. Because you know yeah. why? We need to start off with all our horses in the barn. And I'm talking about... I hear you. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. You, I mean, you, look at, you look at the past, right? You look at the past yeah. champ, uh, champions, right? Their season was won in the first quarter of the season, seems like. Because they got... Yeah. I mean, Man City got off to a hot start. Liverpool, I mean... Obviously, playing off the backs of their previous season, got off the hot start. They kept it on through Christmas. Yes, they had some, you know, draws. But, I mean, it's just they they were so far ahead of the pack. By Christmas, it was not even a question, you know, of who's going to yeah. win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can say, okay, they can slip up. But by Christmas, they had both past seasons, they've had it wrapped up. So, we need to make sure that everybody... Is is fresh, healthy, and fresh to go in and play in, and then whatever we've made Champions League. That's the that's the that was the goal. We don't need to win a cheap ass Europa League Cup. I mean, it's not Champions League, so who cares? <coughs> who knows? So okay, so if we win that Champions League, I don't ever want you to bring it up as a positive. It's something we did. If that's something you're going to discredit right out the gate, you know what I'm saying? No, no, Champions League is the goal. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Europa League. Europa League. I misspoke. Sorry. The only time I'll, the only time I'll champion, are we winning in Europa League? If if we're like seventh, like we've always, like the last time Mourinho, we're like seventh and it got us into Champions League. That's the only time we'll be happy. Yeah. 
Who gives a fuck? I don't want to be playing a game on Thursday and then have to play a game, you know, having, you know, in Kazakhstan and then have to fly out, you know, the, I mean, <laughs> not me personally. Not me personally. I'm saying my players or our players. Just uh, playing a, a strong Lingard you know, team. You know, it's just playing a Kazakhstan on a Thursday night and then traveling all the way back to Manchester to play fuck Liverpool on a fucking on a, on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I we don't, need, we don't need that. You. So this competition, hey, uh, play your reserves. Play your reserves. Have fun. You know, have you know, do your thing, and then now sort out your now sort out your team, sort sort out your front team, you know, first team. I'm sorry. You know, who are you gonna sell? Who are you gonna keep? And then do it. And then so now you have no like. You have no business to be like, okay, I need to play this person, this game, this person, this game. That person's gone, period. Yep. You know, yep. so that, yep. that's yep. my opinion. That's my opinion. The Europa League, we've already made Champions League. Ain't no reason we need to let Bruno Fernandez go out and play play Europa League and get a fucking ankle injury or a knee injury or Paul Pogba, right. you know, again another ankle injury or or, or Rashford a back injury. Let them rest. Let them go do what they do in the off season. Obviously, it's not much, but let them rest, recover, because you know what? Uh, September 12th is coming soon. It's almost less than a month away, um, and we bring them back two weeks, three weeks before before September 12th. Have a preseason, in-house preseason. You know, obviously, they're, they're going to have to pass COVID pro- protocol in doing so, and then we have some sort of a fresh player. That's my opinion. I don't. No, get no, no. I don't get that's, a paid for that's it. That's actually no. That's actually a really strong opinion, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, just listening to you speak, I'm just like I always keep an open mind, you know. Um, uh, and that's those. Are, those are all valid reasons. I'm I'm more focused on the. Uh, I don't want a rusty player. I want a proficient player. You want a a more. Um, a rested player, but um, I can tell you right now, I'm a rested uh, Coast Guardsman for the United States military, and right now, I'm probably the worst shape I've ever been in my life. So, do we want that out there? Probably not. Well, do you want so? It's 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 we 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 have to find the balance, and you may be right, I may be right. I don't know. Let's let's see what happens. You know, with the season. Do you want to say by Christmas time you have burnout? What's up? You want to say by Christmas time or February when you start Champions League, uh, you know, uh, Champions League games uh, that you qualify for Champions League in February? Do you want to have burnout to where your players like, fuck, man, I need a break? Because England, we don't get a winter break like and that's Germany. why we need depth, um, man. That's why we need depth. I understand that. That's why we need Henderson. That's why we need De Gea, Henderson, Grealish, Sancho. Bring them all in. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my money, man. It ain't my money. It's my team. <laughs> it's not my business. It's my team. So bring them, bring them all bring in. Bring it all in. I want out. everything. I want everything. Give <laughs> yeah. me everything. The, yeah, the, Manchester Manchester United is my lottery. So I, I, I'm never gonna win it, but United is it. All right, all right folks. That's where we're in it. Manchester United is this man's lottery. Um, Matt, I really appreciate you uh, you filling in for today. It was, it's a, it's been a long show. Shit, man, two hours have flown by. Um, talking great Manchester football. 
it's beautiful it's beautiful it's great to talk to you again um likewise we haven't had you on for a bit so it's you know it's great talking to you uh whatever you do in the near future uh, you know god be with you and protect you uh protect your family uh your wife and your kids uh your kid i'm sorry your kid um you're good maybe uh, i have more i don't know you know maybe hey who knows right you (laughs) travel from you travel from port to port who knows um (laughs) (laughs) it ain't like that i swear (laughs) (laughs) all right guys uh that's another episode of the doran podcast just want to give a shout out to ro from the rono podcast uh hutch ice son from the south texas train wrecks victoria months of ice uh allison one around food truck she's in she's still in the south padre guys go check her out she's still be she'll be there till the end of the summer whenever that is um and lucky diaz where you at and matt you take care brother always thank you so much for everyone that listened especially you david or david hey man i love you and uh, everybody have a good night. al esfuerzo y al heroísmo de una revolución. No los queremos, no los necesitamos. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you.